When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. And what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Schmodown Backstage here on SEN. My name is Ben Bateman. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about all kinds of crazy matches from the last week. We had incredible wins, incredible losses. It's a very exciting time to be a part of the Schmodown, but I can't do it myself. I cannot do it myself. I do it with the help of my co-host, with my faction mate, one of the greatest players that has ever played the game. You know him as the outlaw, Mr. John Steven Roca, joins the show with me right now. How you doing, John? I'm good. I'm out of breath. I had to run over from the uh, Schmo, the uh, SEN Live studios, now here in the Schmodown Backstage studios, so I'm a little out of breath. Excited? Uh, no, but uh, no, actually, I just kind of jumped up and grabbed some lunch and jumped up. I'm ready, dude. So many great matches, you know, so many things are happening in the Schmodown. These tournaments have really taken on a life of their own, Ben, and I'm excited to talk about so many of the matches that we had and get a chance to interview some of the competitors that were involved in these matches as well. It's a great time to be a Schmodown fan, man. Mm. You know, John, uh, I guess I didn't even realize I didn't register. You were over at the uh, the SCN live studios this morning. Was it was it a whole group of people in there or just you in there? Yeah, we're you know, we're, we're, we ran the in essence, we were trying to simulate what it's been like in the studio before we went on to the COVID break, obviously. And thanks to RB3 and him running it through Zoom, we were able to get the audio for the intro to the to the uh, to the show, got Schmobots going. Everything was going really well. So I feel like we had a really great episode of the show and the fans are so great to watch and donate as much as they did. And then next tomorrow we'll be back again. All five of us, quote unquote, the Monday crew back together again uh, to host SEN Live. So it's going to be a lot of fun, definitely. Excellent, man. That's awesome. Well, guys, uh, today we have a full show for you. We have great guests coming up today. We've got Molly Damon. We've got Alex Damon. We've got Brandon yeah. and Hannah. And, of course, we have Joseph Scrimshaw. A lot of things to talk about. Uh, so Star Wars matches were crazy. IG is taking off. But remember, if you guys have any questions for the competitors you see on the show today for the pros, be sure to send your Streamlabs and your Super Chats in. SEN is a network that is run 
pretty much purely off that stuff. So it means mm-hmm. everything to, you, to us when you guys do that. There's a bunch of matches dropping this week we're going to talk about, some of which yeah. are on Patreon right now. You guys can go to patreon.com slash the Schmodown. You get access to everything early. And of course, go follow us on Twitch because the Star Wars tournament right there is exclusive to Twitch. Um, if you go follow on Twitch, you guys get to watch these matches live. We have, obviously, Ken Knapsack versus Andres Ace Cabrera uh, tomorrow live. And these live Star Wars matches have been insane, John. I mean, yeah. absolutely insane. Uh, our first guest today coming up in just a couple minutes is going to be Molly Damon talking about one of those very matches. Um, yeah. I, we, If you could have seen, guys, watching this, if you could see the Finstock Exchange group chat when we were all watching, <laughs> when we were watching that Dimolanta match, it was, yeah. it was crazy. It was just like, all capitals, all exclamation points. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot yeah, of emojis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were, we were just, we were just like, like as much as we all like to talk and, you know, believe in our play, it's when you see a match like this, you kind of step away from all of that and you go back to being a fan and you're watching oh, yeah. two incredible competitors go toe to toe and fight to the end. And it was, I mean, we've never seen this before, Ben, uh, what I consider to be two perfect games. We've never seen two perfect games in a match and what it led to, obviously. And I thought, in my opinion, it was the perfect ending. Both men get to walk away with their head held high. Both competitors rather get to walk away with their head held high in this competition. And uh, we are the better for having watched such a titanic battle between Scrimshaw and DeMolanta. There's a lot of very talented players in this tournament, and I think yep. the competition is just going to get tighter and tighter as we get closer to the top. I that I was driving uh, to Garon and Erend, and I, <laughs> I realized I forgot that the turn that it was going to start right then. And so right, I pulled right. over to the side of the road. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I stop everything I was doing. I was yeah, on like yeah. a tight time crunch that day trying to run errands, and I sit down with my phone. The AC in my car is barely working. I'm sitting there inside my car just sweating. I don't want to get outside the car and be around people. So yeah. I'm just sitting there sweating watching the matches, and it's just – it was <laughs> nuts, man. It was uh, it was an intense experience. But, um, yeah, so our very first guest today is a, is a Star Wars competitor, somebody you guys know, a free agent signing recently, uh, and somebody who I think there is a lot of hype as far as how this tournament is going to go with. And that yeah. is Molly Damon herself. We've got her coming up Hello. right now. Molly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. Doing very well. Excited yeah. to have you on the show this week. Yeah. Happy to be here. And you. <laughs> look, at the size of those, look at the yeah. size of those. Look at the size of those freaking headphones. Those are Princess Leia headphones, for God's sake. They're incredible. Look at the size yeah. of those things. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Alex's office. He has better lighting. <laughs> I feel like I feel like why that's got to be something that exists, right? The Princess Leia headphones that has to be a product that you can buy. It should be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seems kind of crazy <laughs> if it's not. Actually, I I can't believe that. <laughs> um, so we saw so we saw your first match in the tournament this last week, Molly. Um, and and obviously you know there was a lot of hype leading up to this one. This is your second match played, right? You had played in a you had played in a five way match, is that right? Yeah, I played a celebration. How was it the difference between being in front of a live crowd, you know, in a five way versus one on one when there's you yeah. know more pressure, more expectation? I mean, I feel like there was the same amount of nerves in me to just play well, but I I, I don't know, playing live in front of a ton of just diehard Star Wars fans was was pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Did, you, um, did anything surprise you about the experience as you were going through it? I mean, because obviously Alex has played some exhibition matches uh, virtually, and I, I'm sure you've been in the house when that has happened. Um, what did you find to be your toughest thing as you were playing this match? Other than obviously your nerves, but what else did you find to be unique about this particular type of match? Um, I mean, other than the 
the challenges, the, it, it felt <laughs> the same. Uh, and like having a manager there was, was different. Right on. Yeah, with the, the management, the, the digital management that we've seen has been really, really interesting, right? Like it's uh, a lot of the player conversation that happens is happening via like public. It's like a public forum. There's no private conversation that gets to happen. But I think the role of the manager who, you know, because they're sitting there watching digitally, they feel like one of the major things they can do is to challenge. And uh, Sam Levine, the inglorious one, is, is definitely a stickler for the rules. No shit. Uh, I, I had not seen the the scrimshaw de Milanta match when I went on for oh. my match because I was like, okay. I, if I watch that, I might, you know, I don't know, like get more nervous. So I was like, I'm gonna wait, and and then <laughs> I saw the score, and I was like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the challenges started started flying, and I was like, whoa, this this is a different kind of game now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you a, you on board with these challenges, or did you like what you did you like Sam just kind of jumped in? Were you okay? Did you guys have a conversation ahead of time? Just like Sam, if you see something, feel free to say something. Or like, was this something you all discussed in terms of strategy before the game started? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right for Sam. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I'm kind of like torn on the challenges because like some stuff, I definitely think the challenges are warranted. Other stuff, yeah. I'm like. Eh. So. Right, right. So, uh, okay. in, in in the process in the process of getting ready for this match, um, obviously this was your debut, signed by the Usual Suspects, uh, and and I want to know a little bit about that free agency period because mm -hmm. I I my understanding is there was more than one manager that came after you, um, and that you got contacted by a few people. Yeah. Um, ultimately, the decision to go with the Usual Suspects. Can you walk me through a little bit of that process and kind mm -hmm. of what it was like that week? Um. Yeah. I, like Sam was one of the first to contact me and like I talked to Alex about it and you know Roxy of course contacted me and was like <laughs> come on man <laughs> uh but yeah I was like you know I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Sam because he, he was just really nice and I was like I want to be in a separate faction because I've, eventually I want like head to head like I want to play my husband <laughs> for this belt <laughs> So that was so that was the biggest that was the biggest determining factor with that was that you just knew you couldn't be on the same faction. So Roxy was kind of she was kind of lost before she even started a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have to say I, I did maybe string her along for a little bit, but <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like I don't know. <laughs> Were you? I mean, it's with... hard for her players. Go ahead, John. You know, I'll just say uh, real quick, did Alex have any input in where you were going to go? Other than obviously the fact you wanted to play Alex, did you consult with Alex? Did you talk this out with Alex? Or did you kind of keep your own counsel with this before you made your decision? I, I didn't really talk to him about it at all. I was wow. like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to start playing again. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Right, right. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, you're a little, little clandestine about this. You've decided to keep it close to the vest. Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty badass. I like that. I, I'm I'm excited. I hope I, I hope I hope. I mean, I don't hope for the sake of of our guy, but uh, I hope yeah. for the sake of your story and the schmodown that someday that's the thing they get you get to do because I think that would be very exciting for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, and we'll obviously we'll you know when we bring him in, we'll get to ask this question a little bit. But just from from your point of view as a Star Wars competitor who obviously is as close to the champion as anyone, do you feel like what you're seeing right now? Uh, do you do you feel like the competition out there even has a shot, or do you not including yourself? <laughs> uh, definitely. I mean, 
Alex has only played one perfect game before, I think, and that was the one against Laura Kelly. Um, so, man, Demolanta and Scrimshaw really brought the game to another level. So, yeah, yeah I, I'd see, I'd say anyone has a shot at this point. Yeah, I mean, the game between them was such a what would you say? It's an uh, just a, it's like an old school Titanic heavyweights all the way to the end. Yeah. Yours yeah. yours was more of a hard scrabble, gutted out, you know, uh um, you know, just kind of a harder uh, more tougher victory uh yeah. in that way because you had to override you had to overcome these challenges, you had to come missing a couple of questions like it would it asked more of you or a different I guess it asked as much of you but just in a different way. Um what were your what were what was your emotional wave like through this match of yours? Uh like were there moments where you're like okay, I've lost this thing or no, no, I might have a shot. No, I think I got this thing. Like what were the waves like for you throughout this match? Cuz there were so many things that were thrown in your way uh to try to overcome here. Um I felt pretty confident the whole time. Once okay. the, once the challenges started happening, I was like uh anything could happen at this point yeah. if I don't get the answer exactly right to the down to the word. Um, so I don't know. I, I didn't feel nervous about that until like after I won and I was like, Oh, okay. So the next game, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, I thought yeah. that, I thought that was really interesting. Like the, the sheer number of challenges that we saw in your match, because that's, I mean, I've played a lot of matches in, in my Schmodown career that I've had zero challenges. You know, I mean, there's more these days. What are you smiling, John? Are you smiling? No, I'm, not, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finish your sentence. I don't recall any zero challenges in your match other than the most recent title match earlier this year. But uh, I know you, you and Sam are the best at these challenges. You do use them strategically. So uh, I don't, I don't recall any matches other than this year where you haven't used the you're, challenge. You're so. short term memory i mean i've played i've, I've played <laughs> right i've played like 35 matches there's definitely been a lot of matches with no challenges but i it's it's yeah. it's a different game than it used to be and and i think you know if you're the person who's fully in control of it and you're the one who's issuing the challenge you can kind of um you can control you know you gut it out right you can yeah, yeah. ride that wave and it's almost it's part of your strategy but if you're not and you're in a rhythm and your manager is challenging for you i feel like that's a whole different challenge and yeah itself, you yeah, know, yeah you know, because yeah. you throw your rhythm off. If you're not ready, you know, it's like you're not even thinking about it. You just want to stay locked in. And then there's a right. pause. You've got to wait. You start to feel that bad blood sometimes from the other side. They think you're being petty. Mm -hmm. um, that's emotionally a hard thing to deal with. Did that kind of affect you at all with what was going on with those challenges? Um, Not really. The only one that bugged me was the shield one because neither of us had it right. I would have, you know, gotten the bonus question, I think, mm. if I had of if I had gotten that point um, and I had just watched the match where that was a question and all three players put different words. I think Scrumshaw just put the word shields and they took it. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, that's kind of a bummer. But you know, with star Wars, especially people playing these perfect games, like it's yeah. going to come down to, okay, what's the exact line? Yeah, yeah with, that being the, with that being the case with what people are doing now, right? With you, you obviously you watch the Dimolanta scrimshaw match, and I think what it makes you realize is like any of the specialized leagues, and you can't, this is not the case for singles and teams because there's just too many movies, but whether it's Inner Geekdom or it's Star Wars or it's one of these exhibition matches, when there's a finite amount of information at a certain point, everybody will crack the code. They'll figure out a way to study mm -hmm. it in a way that is so infallibly perfect. Uh, <laughs> There are no questions missed. And so when I watched that Dimolanta scrimshaw match, I was like, okay, these are these are two players that have decided they 
are going to make their whole lives about this. There's nothing, <laughs> there's no way one of these guys is going to lose this match. And, and it, I mean, it seemed at one moment, like nobody ever was going to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so my, my question is, does that affect as a player who now is getting back in the fold, is your study method and your, your approach different than it would have been say a year ago? Do you, do you look at it differently? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm like getting, I'm trying to memorize exact lines. Hmm. Just, I got, got to get it perfect. That is so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, on the heels of your, uh, of your, um, answer about, uh, Sam and, uh, working with him in this situation. Now having experienced Sam as a manager in a match, like fully experienced the fact that he will jump and challenge. Uh, do you have in your mind, did you guys have a conversation afterwards about how you might handle the DiMolanta situation? Cause as Ben said, and my manager taking it upon themselves to challenge can throw off the player who would normally shrug off uh, challenging a question like that because they want to save their challenge till the third round. Did you make it clear to him, hey, I will decide when the challenges are, not you? Yeah, we're going to have a conversation about the challenges because mm. <laughs> I've got some ideas, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You want to make sure, you know, jumping at And Sam sometimes forgets he's not playing anymore. And certainly <laughs> that came through in this match as I was watching it. And of course, he was trying to fight for his players. So credit to Sam as a manager. But sometimes that can throw you off when you're in the middle of a rhythm and you're already trying to, you know, just try, you know, things have to work a certain way as you're negotiating a match or, or navigating a match. So like having that throw you off, you can almost feel pushed back by your own manager in that moment. So, yeah, it's good to hear you're going to have a conversation with them about how to work this <laughs> going forward for sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely worked out for the best for that thousand years question, but at the True. same time, I, I felt bad for, for Adam. Cause like he clearly knew the answer. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. See Molly sweet. That's the problem. People. She's not a cutthroat. <laughs> she's like a set people on fire. She's not dark Ray. She got well, dark Ray tendencies, but she's not me. You know? Now that I know how the challenges are going to go. I'm ready. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Are, do you, uh, I mean, and granted that you can, you can refuse to answer this question if you, if you don't want to share any information, but is your study method for, for how you're approaching these movies? Are you like a, you spend, I've heard like, I've heard competitors talk about like, I spend a week on this movie, then a week on this movie, or I focus on characters or, you know, like that kind of a thing. Is it very regimented or is it just like, you just, you're, I mean, you're obviously in a room that is entirely star Wars. So <laughs> your, your home is kind of a, you know, probably a pretty good, a good place to start. Yeah. I mean, our job is to talk about Star Wars. So it's like all the information is there. I just have to be able to pull it. And usually it's just watching the movies. I mean, that's, that's all we really do. (laughs) What's the, what's the like division as far as extended universe stuff work? Cause I know some, some stuff in these questions I've noticed is not stuff that if you just watch the movies you will know the answer to so it's stuff that you have to have read a book or looked at an action figure or something like that how do you approach that information like what you know um just watching previous matches getting a feel for okay how deep are they going into star wars lore that isn't in the movies most of it's like species or you know, who actor who played this and some of it is like where was this filmed and I don't know. A lot of that stuff I just already know um, yeah. from what we do and everything. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, visual dictionary stuff too. Do you have a drawer full of Star Trek stuff, like your chocolate drawer that you don't tell Alex about? <laughs> 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 
No, I do not. (laughs) Is there another franchise you love as much as Star Wars? Is there another one? And can you say that there's another one that may come close even? Not necessarily as much, but maybe it comes close? I don't know about another franchise, but there are definitely other, like... TV series out there that I I love just okay. as much as Star Wars. I I've said before, and like if Christian ever wanted to do a Buffy uh, exhibition oh. match Ooh. for the TV series, I'm all about it. Got it. <laughs> I asked because I wonder if you if seeing Alex going into IG if that's kind of inspired you a little bit, or as you because you've been you've seen we've seen the stuff on Twitter where you're helping him study as well. Is that kind of uh, is that idea kind of uh, started to happen in your head? Well, I mean, I kind of started playing in the Star Wars League because I was helping him study. And then I was like, well, I know all this stuff now. And I'm getting to that point with the IG stuff, too. Wow. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think about that sometimes. And I had a conversation with with somebody the other day about this who's in the IG division about what's the difference between an IG player who's really good at Star Wars and a Star Wars League player. And how yeah. far is that gap? And I wonder, I wonder, what do you think, John? I mean, do you think, uh, do you think the IG versus Star Wars player is, is wide? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I wanted to prepare for Star Wars, I could do that in two to three months, right? Yeah. For IG, I think it would take me an entire year because there are so many movies and people like, I don't know, we like to bash IG a little bit playfully, like, oh, it's 20 to 30 movies. There's actually <laughs> 200 some movies that you have to yeah. kind of, I mean, like the shadow with Alec Baldwin is a movie you'd have to actually know and what what is the artifact that they are trying to get in the shadow you might have to know the name of that as well so it's not just like oh bad movies like green lantern there's always like the phantom right who who remembers billy yeah. zane and the phantom with christy swanson like you're going to have to know that kind of stuff so those are the things that deep diving in your mind that you don't think about or even road to perdition which is considered a comic book comic movie, book movie right? Or Ghost World or American Splendor, possibly. So there's all so many of these movies that you have to study in depth and learn all the knowledge about that I think it would take you a very long time. Whereas Star Wars, nine to 10 movies, you can rewatch them in one day. You could watch, what, six, seven of the movies if you really were dedicated and just make notes throughout the day. And the next day, start all over again. So if you had that time, especially if you're on COVID uh, uh, relief or whatever, <laughs> you could you could get boned up on it if you wanted to. It just would take uh, maybe two to three months, but I think for inner geekdom, it just, just was taking so much more longer. Yeah. Well, I think, I think my question there and, and sort of what I'm really asking and Molly, I'd love to know mm. what you think about this is if you're an IG player, who's really good, like let, let's say you're, you're at the Cushing Kalinowski Smets level um, of IG and you just walk into a star Wars match. How do you think you do if you're that level of IG player? I mean, how mm. deep do you think that start? Cause like, obviously IG, you have to know star Wars really well. I mean, how different do you think that knowledge base is? Yeah, uh, I at this point um, that you would have to be very dedicated to specific Star Wars knowledge, uh, as well as all the IG stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know uh, when Cushing got the the Ninka question, I think that was an overtime yeah. question that she got that I don't know that that's ever said in the movie or maybe it is, mm. but like it's it happens really quickly. That was a great, great poll. And it's yeah. stuff like that that they'll need to be able to hold their own in Star Wars. In the Star Wars division. Now, we have Ben Goddard here who's obviously playing in the IG, IG division. He can pull you up here. Ben, I'd love to actually know your opinion on this as well. Hmm. Um, you know, as, as a player who studied for IG and who's paid attention to these Star Wars matches, when you watch the Star Wars matches, do you find yourself thinking, 
yeah, I do pretty well here. Or is it, or does it feel like it's still a level above where you've prepared? Uh, round one, I can do okay in. I don't think I would have gone perfect in either match, but I mean, like in IG, I know like a lot of people that just casually watch MCU movies and stuff like yeah. that can go, can get, you know, seven or eight points in round one. And same with, you know, movie trivia, like, you know, the regular leagues, everyone's like, oh, those, those are easy questions. But especially during this tournament and you've seen and like Molly and, and Wit played so well and, you know, Joseph and Andrew, like you've really seen these Star Wars players just like flourish. And that's why honestly, Star Wars is my favorite league to watch because yeah. of those deep cut questions. Because like I, I went and like when I met Alex uh, and uh, it was after Spectacular and just like his, the question of like what Jedi gets killed by Jango Fett on the balcony. That's just like the perfect Star Wars question because you can watch Attack of the Clones for the rest of your life and they never say his name. Yeah. The guy doesn't say, hello, I am so-and-so, and then Jango Fett kills him. Like, he just <laughs> dies. So like Molly said, like, that's strictly a visual dictionary uh, book thing. And that's what really separates. Because I feel like if you watch all the MCU movies over and over and over again and put the subtitles on and catch like, okay, this is Iridium. This is the Tesseract. This is this. They're in Lagos. They're right here. He's driving an Audi. You can pick all these things up. You can't do that in Star Wars League. You can yeah. put all the subtitles you want on. You can pause the movie and say, oh, you know, Anakin's cruiser's yellow right here, but you have to go to the visual dictionary. And I, I think it, you're underestimating three months of Star Wars studying that you could hang in this tournament, John. I think no. because of your former Star Wars knowledge, oh. you would know. But yeah. if you just started studying, I think it would be different. You know how to study movie trivia, so that's right. different. Well, see, the thing is, the way I look at it is I'm studying to win a title, right? So that's yeah. why I say IG would take a year. You could be competitive in IG probably in four to five months. But to win a title... I think you'd have to really go in-depth yeah. in these movies and have the time. Let's put that out there. A lot of us are have full-time jobs or trying to have full-time jobs. <laughs> so putting that time in to study all those movies, not a lot of people have that. So it, it takes longer. I think with Star Wars, you could be competitive in three to four months, and we'll find out someday. Three to four months to try to go for a title if you wanted to. Um, well, I think like you could. Star Wars has always been this league, and that's I feel like that's the difference. Like, Inner Geekdom used to be like, hey, do you like comic book movies? You know, are right. you like Hector Navarro? Right, and Adam? right. Like, where he just knows. Like, even before he watched any MCU movies, Hector just had that knowledge. And yeah. same with, you know, Robert Meyer Burnett. But then, you know, you have Rachel and Mike Kalinowski and now Kevin Smets and Chandru. Yeah. Um, and, and even so, and like you said, like Alex has been the most dominant star Wars player and possibly the most dominant champion the Shmodan mm -hmm. has ever seen in star Wars. He struggled a little bit in inner geekdom. So like, it's just yeah. like that difference in knowledge and it, and it's, it's really interesting to watch. Like, that's why I'm excited to watch Alex play because he's been so good for so long in one league. And, you know, we saw him in the, the exhibition Lord of the Rings match. So that's another franchise yeah. that he can if he spends two franchises you know he's getting 10 points yeah. and so it's it's going to be interesting to see uh molly uh, my only question i had for you was what did you think of you know you had so many challenges in your match of like the specificity of like this and that what did you think of the the demolanta and scrimshaw challenge luke's to luke's hatred like how did you feel about that i think that was completely warranted i think that was a good challenge um I also think Scrimshaw uh, like understood and probably mm -hmm. knew that that was the answer, but didn't like, I don't know. He, maybe he just didn't think to write hatred down as part of the answer, but I think they both understood what the answer was, but mm -hmm. 
uh, I think that was a warranted challenge. I think I, I think it's like also Scrimshaw. yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry. I, I felt like Scrimshaw not writing hatred was him getting tired. That was I. I could. I felt like oh. I could see. I, I felt <laughs> like I could see it just that like extra layer his his muscles or his mental muscles were just getting a little tired because yeah. i know scrimshaw has watched that scene a million times mm -hmm. he visualizes the scene he thinks right. about how that interaction goes and he's not locked in at that moment like demolanta still is where demolanta's mm -hmm. you can see demolanta he's in the same position every time he gets the questions he's like he's sitting there he's closing his <laughs> eyes for a second even if he's not actually moving them and he's just he's literally just playing the scene in the movie and then he just goes and writes it. And that's what yeah. he was doing for every question. And that's exactly what he did there. And I feel like Scrimshaw just, he just, you know, was 10% behind on that question. And that's why that happened. Yeah. And we'll, f we'll find out later on in the show uh, what his thought process was with that. But it felt to me, and I hear your point. It felt to me like, because Molly had mentioned earlier, he got away with shields on another question earlier. Maybe in his yeah. mind, he's like, well, Luke will do here. It's Luke, uh, you know, and thought that, it would just be the spirit of the answer would be enough to get him the point in this situation. And um, maybe, and maybe he hadn't watched uh, what the star Wars division has become uh, recently, because I mean, Joseph's been very busy with a lot of things he's doing outside of the showdown and maybe didn't understand the specificity of, of this uh, situation and how the tournament has changed and how the star Wars uh, uh, matches are now played and approached by a lot of the players yeah. with specificity. So maybe in that moment, he thought I'll get it with Luke. Uh, and, but well, maybe he was tired. I mean, that's a hell of a match to ask two people to go through. So yeah. I think it's a little bit of both just cause like Molly even said, and I, I listened to the rundown and the rundown mm. boys were even saying like three different answers got accepted for energy shield or, you know, whatever the correct right, answer right. was. I can't remember. So, and Joseph has been an OG star Wars competitor. So yes. he's seen the, the flexibility in the answers of like, yeah. we know, you know, so we're going right. to give you this. And right. it's not like that anymore. It's mm -hmm. no, it's Luke's hatred. And it's, it's one of those questions almost that it's, it's kind of a movie quote question, but it's not labeled as a movie quote question. So like you can debate about the semantics of that, but yeah. I do feel they got that one right. And uh, here's a question super chat. Yeah. The root of the question idea doesn't <laughs> apply here as it, as it now has been argued uh, yeah. it does in regular league. Um, yeah. So uh, how much do you want to bet that uh, Alex gets a, Damn it, Scrimshaw shirt. Um, <laughs> We've been talking about that for a long time. <laughs> that needs to happen. Um, well, Molly, you've got uh, you get a little bit of time here before, as you're leading up to your to your match against our guy um, Andrew DeMolanta, who who appears to be as focused as any player we've seen. Um, are you are you feeling are you feeling ready? Are you feeling excited for the match? Are you feeling intimidated by the match? Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> not intimidated. I mean, uh, I live with Alex. Uh, I'm used to that. Being intimidated? Like, no. That what? like laser focus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Um, I'm definitely going to step it up. I'm, yeah, mm. I'm ready. Well, it's <laughs> I've got be that unbelievable match. I've got that win under my belt. So now I'm like, okay, now I really want this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's how it starts. It's true. Yeah. I think when you, I think when you get that win, I think that first win, it, it feels so different than that first loss. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what you, I'm, I'm excited to see what you bring to the table. I, I have enjoyed watching these star Wars matches, to be honest with you far more than I expected. It's the yeah. league. It tends to be the league that when I watch, I feel like I'm watching another language half the time. So I run <laughs> out, but it's been so exciting to watch. Yeah. So yeah, I it's, think we're gonna... it's so fun. Like the, I feel like I know the five pointers more than like the first round questions. Like that's wow. where my brain is. <laughs> and, so. I, and you know, 
you talk about a victory. Andrew just finally got his first victory too. So this could, exactly. I mean, both both these, both Molly and Andrew getting their taste of this first victory in the Star Wars uh, division could lead to another Titanic battle uh, between them coming up soon. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think we're going to bring on Alex here in just a second. Um, I know, yeah. uh, obviously, as soon as we have him, um, but I, I'd love to hear what he has to say hmm. uh, about about his upcoming matches and yeah. um and obviously and obviously what he thinks about this ig division but also what he's what he's thinking as he's watching the star wars division yeah. um i i wonder i wonder if alex feels more intimidated than molly do you know what i mean because he uh, because really? heavy is the head you know molly oh, Molly right. is playing with house money a little bit right she came in yeah. she got signed she got it she got her win now she's one to know it's exciting you know, Alex yeah. has been the most, I think he has been the most dominant champion we've seen in Shimoda. I think the only, you, you could say the most dominant champions were the Patriots because of the sheer number of defenses. Yeah. But I also feel that in a league that has increasingly gotten more and more and more competitive, it feels to me like Alex, people know exactly what they have to do to beat him and they haven't been able to do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. If, yeah, it's weird. Because I, I look at it and I don't know if in my mind, anybody um, is necessarily the most dominant champion because like you said, the Patriots, but that was early on in the league as well. Yeah. You look at, you look at the, um, the, uh, the Shire Wolves, the Shire Wolves played some of the best teams one-on-one, uh, -on -one. you know, Ben, you took a loss from them, a tough loss from them. They've gutted out so many wins and their loss to corruption was a legitimately, you know, like it's a damn good loss. If you're going to have a loss on in yeah. your retirement match. So I think they, you could look at them as possibly some of the most dominant. I mean, playing us three times and beating us three times. I don't know if that makes them as dominant as you would think in terms of the Patriots, but going nine and oh, you can make the case. I think with Scrimshaw is an interesting situation because we haven't seen anybody maybe besides uh, uh, sorry, with Dim uh, with uh, Damon rather, uh, I we haven't seen anybody besides Scrimshaw who and and Laura Kelly gave him a game as well. But we, we haven't seen anybody. We look and we go, oh man, that person, that person could really go after Damon. He we, hasn't we gone against right. Yeah, he hasn't I think I need to his... see that before I I agree that someone is dominant. I need to see them pushed to their absolute limit by someone who legitimately comes in with all this fanfare that could beat them. And until that happens, I don't know if I can 100% call Alex the most dominant, but he certainly is dominant in the Star Wars division. Absolutely. Well, he's definitely a player that there's a lot of buzz about this season. Obviously, you mm. know, coming in and getting his win in Atlanta against our our faction mate, Emily Rose. Yes. Um, put, yes. You know, put him, he got, he got his first taste of a victory there. He hasn't been able to defend his title yet in Star Wars, mm. but he's a very important player to the rock stars and somebody that I'm excited to talk to. Let's bring him on right now. Yeah. We've got Alex the Demon Damon. Uh, coming on Shmodan backstage for the very first time. Yeah. Hello. What's up, man? What's up, guys? I'm good. You know, <laughs> everything's crazy, but I'm good. Did you wipe yeah. down the headphones? It's the social distancing. <laughs> I, I don't know where she's been. <laughs> uh, so let's let's just uh, let's let's just start with the obvious one. You watched the matches last week, and you watched uh, Perfect versus Perfect, the the first time ever in a match where it was decided by a less correct answer, not even a wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did watching that match make you feel as the guy that's uh, that's got that belt? Excited. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. I mean, I remember at Chicago last year uh, at Celebration when me and Scrimshaw had a perfect round one and we both got the, the bonus question. Like, we just looked at each other and we're like, it's fun. Like, uh, yeah. I, to me, it, 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 like, I, I want to keep the belt, obviously, but I, I love just spouting off 
weird Star Wars answers with people. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever yeah, catch well, yourself impressed by the questions? Do you ever catch yourself going, oh, I wouldn't have thought to ask. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, and, and sometimes we we come up with weird ones while we're studying where I'm like, oh, that oh. sounds like a Schmodown question. Because, right. yeah, there are sometimes just things in the Schmodown that uh, I don't think to study normally like when, when i study for dragon con i kind of know what kind of star wars specific questions i'm going to get Good and it's very different from like mm. a movie trivia contest so it, it, i have had to adjust over, over the last couple of years uh yeah. but I, I feel like i'm pretty good at guessing what they're what kinds of questions they're going to ask now well, I think, Alex, on that note, uh, you, you were telling me about this last year or it was earlier this year. It was in January in Atlanta. Like three of us feels like a year ago. Yeah, it feels yeah. like so long ago. <laughs> we went out and got uh, and got burgers out in Atlanta. And you were telling me about Dragon Con a little bit and how it's it's like the craziest level of Star Wars trivia, but it's a different kind of trivia. Um, why have we not seen any of those players, you think, uh, get involved? Any, any of those guys? Because you said that's like the toughest competition, right? The Dragon Con players. Yeah, uh, I, I know that. Uh, there are at least two that I think would throw their hat in the ring. I, mm -hmm. I'd like to see three, but one of them is, uh, I think, 13 years old now. I don't oh, know what the God. rules are. He's, <laughs> he's a beast. He's awesome. I, I, I can't wait that. for him to beat me at Dragon Con because uh, everyone <laughs> cheers for him, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I would yeah. love that. <laughs> uh, wow. So, yeah. But so, so as you're watching the Star Wars matches, you're obviously getting ready, but you're a lot of your focus, I know, is going towards another division. You have a match coming up this week against Jen Kemp. Um, you, you know, and that's going to be your second intergeekdom match. Um, there's a lot of pressure put on you by the rock stars right now to come through and deliver because of the way, unfortunately, that uh, their, their, you know, Roxy's first couple picks didn't perform. And I, I hate to even say that because Snyder had perfect rounds in both of those matches. I mean, it, it, mm -hmm. he did perform. He just got outperformed, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't, you know, you guys are you guys are falling behind a little bit. So um, are you putting an extra level of pressure on yourself in this intergeekdom division? Uh, are you studying it the same way you've studied Star Wars? Uh, yeah, I, I would say that I've used a lot of the lessons I've learned from studying Star Wars and put them towards IG. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm going as insanely in-depth uh, where uh, I don't want to get too, too deep into it because Roxy will yell at me. But <laughs> yeah, like uh, it, it's similar, but not quite as like, oh, I better write down every number that is spouted out <laughs> uh, in every yeah, right. scene. Right. Do you, do you find ahead, the uh, natural proclivity? Like are you and Molly – studying both the ig it's all this ig stuff are you guys finding a rhythm in your studying and like she's coming up with questions you're coming up with questions that like surprise both of you that oh yeah that could be in this one that's a great thing are you guys just are you guys slowly figuring this out like you said dragon con is a certain type of questions schmodown different type of questions i think ben and i can speak to that certainly for singles and tags like we know when we study a movie what we for the most part, think is going to be a Schmodown question mm -hmm. versus something they wouldn't ask. Are you now as a new competitor in the IG and having seen some of these matches and competed or going to compete here? Uh, do you, cause you already obviously beat uh, uh, Emily. Did you, do you understand now what kind of questions they're looking for or do, are you still kind of navigating that uh, when you study? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I do. And I, I, Molly is probably better at picking no. them out. I mean, it's, wow. when it comes to star Wars, really, in her promo last week, she said, like, if you ever see Alex look off screen, 
off stage or something <laughs> uh, like that. That genuinely happened. The the Darth Maul, how many horns does he have? Question. Yeah. She's been asking me for that for like two years, and I've always been like, "There's no way they're never gonna ask that." And then it happened. And I was like, "All right, well, what do I know?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. Interesting. So, so uh, you, you talk about sort of the different levels of studying. You are watching movies. You are probably watching some movies that are not the best movies. Uh, any movies? <laughs> any movies that you've watched so far in the IG that are just like, wow, that is unwatchably awful. Uh, probably Daredevil. That's one I'm not wow. yeah, looking okay. forward to watching again. Um, Green Lantern. Like a lot of them, I've heard are really, really yeah. bad. And then I watch them. I'm like, okay, it's not like as bad as i thought it would be i thought i think daredevil lived up to the to the pain i, I hear r.i.p.d is is a one that a lot of people <laughs> point to as being horrendous has got in a cage so at least it's, yeah. at least it's you know it's fun. you can it's always you fun can muddle through with cage. that yeah. it, it's one of those things where like you watch these movies and you're like they they better ask a question about this and then they don't <laughs> <laughs> what what was the point have you have you reappreciated the Hobbit series now, or do you still think it's not as good as Lord of the Rings? Uh, the Hobbit is so frustrating to me um, mm. because I love the first half of An Unexpected Journey. Yeah, I I think they nailed it. Um, once they leave the Shire, it feels like they can't decide if it should be like a kids' book, which is mm. what the Hobbit was. Yeah, but they're trying to mix in like elements of Lord of the Rings and make it this big sprawling epic journey when it was it was one book. And then the last movie is like one short chapter of that book. Yeah. And I, I do not like the Battle of Five Armies okay. until they get back to the Shire. The last bit of the Shire I, I do enjoy, but most of it's just a mess. See, well, I mean, it's no accounting for taste. He's obviously wrong, but all right. I, I respect that from Alex. I respect that. That's all right. Wait, dude, you're Joker. Do you love the Hobbit movies? I love the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy them because it's it's actual men doing things as, as opposed to little kids like those hobbits are. So I like the dwarfs are men handling business. The Lord of the Rings movies, I'm just seeing a bunch of kids crying about taking a ring to a mountain. It drives me insane. But everything with so, Aragorn. So John learned nothing from Lord of the Rings. John, like, going to keep going. Until Ben chimed in. I was going to keep nothing. I couldn't. I was just like, I was backstage. <laughs> Wringing my hand. I'm like, I'm like, what extra comment can I get to get Ben to come in here? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't mean to develop. I know people love those movies. And there are some sweet moments, certainly between Samwise and, and uh, Frodo. But for me overall, I just I just enjoy the rollicking nature of The Hobbit and what they're going through. And I think Martin Freeman is a fantastic actor. And I think, yeah. uh, um, oh, God, what's his name who plays the main dwarf? I forget his name. Richard Armitage. The, yeah, Richard Armitage. He is so good in that role, which you've never seen him play a role like that since uh or before and so i thought it was a nice showcase for him as well but there's a lot of great things in lord of the rings absolutely i just try to i just ball buzz ban as, as much as i can when i can so anyway yeah i want to remind everybody here by the way who's watching this right now that uh, if you guys are not already subscribed to the channel please hit subscribe but also this is available as an audio show every single week this goes up as a podcast so go check it out if you want to listen to this instead of you know watch for two hours we don't we don't chat it out probably as much as we Maybe should or could because I think mm. we get so wrapped up in the conversations. But I do want to remind everybody here: it's available all the places you can get it. Um, you know, on Apple Podcasts, um, anywhere that, that podcasts are available. So go check that out. But um, so I think probably the the easy answer for you, Alex, is that you'd love to see Molly in the finals. I'm guessing. I think unless there's <laughs> someone yeah. on the spot here, and you're going to say someone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but I'll okay. If it, it, 
if it wasn't Molly, if it wasn't going to be Molly, let's just say she's not in the picture. Uh, who who of the other players that are still in the tournament are you thinking you'd like to get a shot at in that in that final? Okay, so who to play me? Um, if it's not Molly, uh, on there's there's no one in the tournament that I wouldn't enjoy playing. I love mm. Ken. Uh, Laura obviously was fantastic. <sighs> yeah. uh, it's spectacular, and Dimalanta is making a serious serious run. Like. Yeah, there's no one in that uh, show that I, or in in the tournament that I wouldn't want to face. I get Dima Lanta's someone I've never faced before, and I know how hungry he is for it. So uh, I'll, I'll go with him. How Ooh. would you have done, honestly, in the in the matches you watched? Uh, if, if you you don't have to answer if you don't want. Would you have you been perfect <laughs> in the perfect match? Uh, I would have had to go to multiple choice on one. Wow. So okay. there is that. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Okay. Okay. Wow, look at but that. I, I'm not the one. I haven't been studying Star Wars. I've been helping Molly study Star <laughs> right, Wars. Right, right, right. <laughs> but but yeah. so by the same yeah. token, you you know, what gets asked in one match may not get asked in yours. Right. So that's the yeah. thing. Like yeah. uh I was almost kind of heartbroken for Scrimshaw because at this point oh, I sure. feel like he should have beaten me at least once. And every match that I've had with him, I feel like he just got a rough draw. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, that would have been my rough draw question uh in that match. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah, well, we're going to be bringing on Scrimshaw a little later to talk about that match. I mean, talk about talk about a brutal way to lose. Uh, you're not supposed to go perfect and lose. That's not supposed to happen. Um, Tim Sim here with the Super Chat. This is your reminder that Lord of the Rings is the greatest of all time trilogy, and it's way over the Hobbit. It's I mean, not the greatest of all time. That's I don't think anybody's arguing that the Lord of the Rings trilogy is not as good as the Hobbit. I, mean, I don't even think John. Yeah, no, I'm not arguing that at all. I just <laughs> it's personal preference, you know. For me, I just don't I don't connect to Frodo and Sam uh, the way that other people do. I they get on my nerves. But Aragorn is incredible. Uh, even though he's playing two women. Uh, and I, I like, uh, and of course, Legolas is fantastic. Gimli's my guy. Gimli is my spirit animal in Lord of the Rings. That's basically me in the smaller version, which is why I like the dwarves and the hobbits. So yeah, no one's arguing that. And, and it's the not the greatest character trilogy. in the trilogy is Boromir, and everybody knows it. It's really good. I love Boromir. It's Boromir's story. <laughs> Justice for Boromir, I always say. No, he's my, he's my is that an arrow in my chest? Oh. <laughs> I think that the Boromir scene when he's when he's dying at the end of the first movie, oh, and, and I would have followed you, my 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 brother, my captain, my king, is my single yeah. favorite moment in all of Lord of the Rings. It's, exactly, that's me the hardest. Exactly, but anyway, um, so many people angry in the of- chat. It's funny. So many yeah, people <laughs> totally ignoring the lessons of Lord of the Rings. Look at these people <laughs> put their terrible comments in the chats. You know. <laughs> Uh, PLD here with the super chat. Tim is wrong. There's only one return, and it's of the Jedi. Oh. PLD, another one. Nice. Clerks um, so, 2, right? Say that again? That's uh, from Clerks 2. Y- yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Alex. So we're talking about the Intergeekdom Tournament a little bit here. Obviously, you've got some pretty heavy hitters in the tournament. You, you walk into this thing knowing that you're already a champion, so there's a little bit of house money here you're playing with. You want to do as well as you can, but obviously you're going up against Legends. Um who is the player that you are the most interested in getting to the top of the mountain and taking down? I mean, obviously, currently you've got Smets at champion, but I think there's an mm-hmm. argument to be made that by the time you get there, it could be Kalinowski. It, you know, I mean, it could be Parker. Some people think that's going to happen. If you um, get, if you get, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget I the mean, guy I mean, who's playing him for the belt, Sean <laughs> Drew. Like <yeah>. again, <laughs> come on, y'all. <laughs> um, well, I think. <laughs> it's kind of just whoever I'm about to face. Like uh, Hannah's coming up for me, and 
everyone definitely feels like it's just another step up. Kalinowski is someone that, I mean, I was a fan of before I stepped into the Schmodown. So facing him would be a lot of fun for me. Uh, I'd like to get another crack at Parker just because we had that Lord of the Rings exhibition exhibition match. That was so much fun. Uh, It it would be fun to see how we do if neither of us get Middle Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you look at the situation, you look at these IG players and uh, like, what is your, I don't know. What is your mental approach here? What are you, what are you factoring? What do you do? Are you studying? Like we said already how you're studying, but are you, are you studying and are you looking at how these players play and are you preparing, uh, down the road for, as, as Ben was saying, maybe uh, whoever's at the top of the mountain, but you've still got to go through this tournament. So are you watching all these other matches pretty in-depth? Are you just kind of just focusing on you and your gameplay and just making sure you're prepared on game day to take care of business as best as you can? Or are you already kind of peeking forward or peeking ahead to see who might be waiting for you down the road and watching their matches to kind of figure out how to play them mentally? Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'm going like just one match at a time. And okay. uh, even with Star Wars, I always consider this just a, a, a challenge for me. I want to see how good I can do. Mm. Uh, and hopefully that means I also <laughs> beat the opponent. Um, but I'm, I'm mostly just studying the same way I study for Star Wars. And then, uh, yeah, when I get to someone I'm going to face, I will watch their matches because mm. now i have to worry about the wheel like star wars yeah. league star wars league as i spin it and i'm like okay uh no no real decisions to be made right now it's like okay i should probably know what they are good at what they are bad at find out what i'm bad at and fill those gaps in uh so yeah th- there's a little bit of that but i'm not going and watching all of robert parker's matches right now or sean drew's because right. they're still a way ways off yeah, yeah, also, like, to, there's camp oh, first, right? And there's, I'm oh, sorry, Ben, there's spinner's choice and opponent's choice in IG versus Star Wars, where there isn't that, uh, at least in the tournament. So, that's something to factor in as well. Like, what well, if you get opponent's choice, what is that person going to give to you, right? There's all kinds of uh categories that people don't know, and that might be an advantage you have. Alex, is that people don't know what you don't know, and so uh, you're still as a new player they may take a chance on a category that you've secretly been studying, having said, having not said a word about it in any interview and that you'll knock it out of the park, or they could give you a, stu- a, a category that you didn't study as strongly and could really catch you on that. That must concern you. He's, he's, he's obviously paying attention to the question on screen. Here. I can, see his, <laughs> I can yeah. see his eyes dart. We have oh, Dagan. Okay, sorry. The <laughs> there it is. He uh, was like, what was Roka saying? I don't care. It's star Wars. Wait, yeah. What? <laughs> Just for fun. Can this, uh, can this one stump the Damon? Uh, who is Jabba's head of security in return of the Jedi hint? It's not Bib Fortuna. I think I actually I think I might know this one. Maybe. Wow. But, uh, I, that's probably wrong though. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, head of security. Like I'm probably immediately overthinking this, uh, and the name that jumped into my head was Bidlow Querve, but he's dead by the time of Return of the Jedi. Mm. So, like the the head of security is not, unless he means the the droid, like the doorbell droid. I, I always call it like the nest of Star Wars, um, which is like TT dash eight L slash Y. You nerd! (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not sure what head of security is though, so I might be wrong. I might be just throwing out weird ass names. Uh, looks like PLD guest Effent Mon, uh, and uh, 
He says PLD correct. Maybe maybe that's what he's talking about. No, that's, that's, that's I, definitely I, not I, what I, I was going to say. I did not know he had a position in Jabba's Palace. Well, wow. you just made me stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Dagan. Hundred percent. I would never ever have said that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, then we have uh, let's get ready to talk Shmoda on podcast. Alex is your biggest fan, Ferris. I picked you winning the whole IG tournament in our bracket. I want to see you take everyone's soul. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, intense. I, I, I do want to ask, you know, so obviously your, your, your match against Jen Kemp comes up this week, but we have seen the other side of the bracket, um, who the winner of your match hmm. is going to play. Um, we have seen that Brandon Hanna took down Saul. Um, did, have you been watching all the IG matches? Just, oh yeah. Just, I mean, as they come out, right. Cause that's like the most fun thing, right. As you're preparing, yeah. you watch them, you, you, uh, so how, how, are, how have you been doing? I mean, how would you, how would you have done in that match? On It's like a lot more all over the place because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes someone will spin, uh, a strength of mine. Sometimes they will spin a weakness, and uh, that's I, I more try to focus on. Oh, they just spun something that I might not be as good at, and I want to really uh, test my metal there. So, um, I, I think I've been doing pretty well. I, I kind of feel like this is a, a lot. It's a lot different for me, where I feel like I'm I'm just hanging on enough, and every gap that I get in between a match, I have a chance to get stronger and fill in more gaps. Uh, so just <laughs> we'll see if my studying can keep up with the matches. I've been pretty impressed actually so far with how enjoyable the matches have been via digital, via StreamYard, you know, Zoom. I, I think there's obviously there's a there's an element I think that we miss a little bit of just the, you know, obviously the live events, that's very different. But even just the studio matches, it doesn't feel as drastically different, I think, at uh, as I was expecting. You know, I mean, how, how have you guys felt watching as fans? I've been having a lot of fun. I mean, I would much, much rather have it be like this than not at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I love. I've been loving the Star Wars matches. I mean, one of the elements that I that totally unexpected for me was uh, Smets and I have played each other in just about every Star Wars match. So it's been fun having my ass handed to me by uh, by Kevin Smets. But it's brought an extra element of joy to playing the match because you appreciate the. Uh, I don't know the level of these questions and the obscurity of some of the answers. You just really just appreciate it madly and playing. Ke- and Kevin, let me tell you something and let me reveal something right now. Kevin has maybe been wrong twice in the three matches we've played together. And I, he's answering before other people answer on text. And it is, you're talking about in star Wars. You guys are playing against each other. You're playing along with the matches. Yes. Text, on know. text. We play each other on text. Right. And where I'm getting like three or four, right. In the first round, he's getting them all right. And then rolling through the second round, uh, and he would have gotten he would have gone to multiple choice. I think on one of them in the Dimalanta scrimshaw match as well. So uh, it's been a joy, uh, Kevin's uh, desire to play Star Wars and be a part of the Star Wars. He, thing. So he, he, he's been texting yeah. me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so that actually that that brings up an interesting point. And I, think it's, I think it's a worthwhile one to ask here. Um, so I asked this to Molly and Alex. You're obviously the you're you're the guy who's now going the other way doing this. The difference between the Star Wars knowledge you need to have as an IG player and the Star Wars knowledge you need to have to be a Star Wars player. I mean, how wide do you think that is? Because what it sounds like you're saying, Roka, is that Smets is the guy who maybe is ready to make that jump. Uh, um, yeah. Listen, you know, I mean, Ben, you don't walk into another man's yard or another person's yard and think you can take what they have. And that's what Alex is doing without a response. And that's what Alex is doing by walking into IG thinking he takes Smets' title. And Smets is like, okay. 
and I'm gonna he's gonna walk he's he's preparing to walk <laughs> himself into Star Wars and take a take a Damon's title. So I respect that. Smets is an ultra competitor, and uh, he respects the game, respects the opponents, uh, but he wants those belts. So. As someone who once said, all the belts, all the records, I absolutely uh, uh, um, support everything Smets is doing and his desire to be part of it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I'm over here in IG to just have fun. You know, I, Star Wars <laughs> is my everyday life. And I'm like, now I have a reason to watch more movies and remember that other fandoms exist. Like, I'm I'm just here for fun. But if, if Smets wants to come and play in my yard, that's okay. He oh! can do that. <laughs> I like this Dagan uh, suggestion. Yeah, yeah. I like this Dagan suggestion. Title versus title <laughs> for both titles. Damon versus uh, Smets for both the IG and the Star Wars title. Man, I don't think we've ever had that. That would be incredible. It'd be, It'd be hilarious we if we a... somehow swapped belts. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a super chat here from uh, EY Geekness here. Um, Alex has a major advantage in IG. When the opponent spins the wheel, they may stick with a category they may not like as much because they do not want to take a chance that Star Wars or Lord of the Rings comes up. Mm. Um, you know, I think one thing that I find so interesting about IG, and, and obviously, um, you know, Alex, we got to let you go here in just a second because we do have our next competitor um, the hitman coming on in just a minute. Hey but uh, one thing I, I have thought about, and Roka, I know you agree with me on this, is the, yeah. the idea that in IG players have strengths and weaknesses, that's that's going to be a bygone era pretty soon. That's not that's not how it should be in IG. Yeah. And it's, it's really, if you think about it from the perspective of the way that players are approaching it now, if Smets redefined the paradigm of what a player does and how they study, that's just going to be the standard. We've all seen it. You adapt or die. Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about, John, with, with me, how in regular singles and teams play all these ideas that I was throwing out last season that everybody's saying, Oh, these are so cool and different. Like that's just the way people look at it now. Nobody, nobody's, yep. nobody's going to give me any credit in season eight. That's just going to be the way people play the game. Oh, yeah. You don't have to watch movies to get good at Schmodown period. Yeah. And you don't yeah. have to, you should not be walking in inner geek and thinking, Oh, I have a weakness on the wheel. You'll just lose. There's yeah. no way that works. Right. You're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. It's right. This is this is the change, right? And some of the OG competitors are going to be able to hang with the change, and some of them aren't. I mean, Dan Murrow coming back and losing to Andrew Guy, that was the wake-up call for Dan. Dan was like, okay, this is a different league now, and if I want to be a part of it, if I want to succeed in it, I'm going to have to study at the levels that I'm seeing other people study, right? Ben, you do the same thing. Ben, you, you like a lot of people to give you credit now, you beautiful-minded, but you're right. By season eight, season nine, everyone is going to be so part of this thing that you're going to have recency bias when people start to claim like they did on Twitter yep. that somehow Kevin Smets invented studying for a Schmodown match, which was one of the most ridiculous things I ever read on Twitter. Uh, and and this was from another competitor, Sean Sullivan, who was involved in that threat, echoing that thought, which drove me insane. Everyone knows it was everyone knows that when I, this whole thing started, people were just going on knowledge they had. I was the one that started studying, then Kalinowski, then Rachel Cushing. That was really got it. And then, you know, and then you and Kevin around the same time kind of showing how it's done. So you saw people studying in ways than before. But of course, recency bias is like all of a sudden because Kevin is destroying people right now. They think, oh, Kevin's style or Kevin was the one who, uh, you know, kind of uh, that. What Kevin did was take what everyone else had done and bring it in and, and improve upon it in a new uh, a league, which is the IG League, and we've seen that happen. I think with Star Wars, Demolanta's doing that. Lord God Almighty, the way he's studying, I don't know if I, and I, I only know a few Star Wars competitors, but I've never seen anyone study the way Demolanta is studying, and it's coming from what everyone else is doing. So I think in every league, you're right, Ben, by season eight, season nine, this is going to be the standard thing, and people coming into the league are going to have to do that before they even walk through the door. 
you don't even get the chance as soon as you start to be behind. Because if you do, you're not going to get matches. It's like a ba- yeah. it's like basketball. I, I, I liken it to pick up basketball. If you don't win in that first time out, you're not going to see the court again for two hours. And that's just how it works now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Alex, we're excited to see what you do against Jen Kemp. I wish you the best of luck, my friend. I'm excited to see who comes out on the other end of the Star Wars tournament. See, uh, you know, who's going to take you on, my friend. If people, if you want to find Alex, you're at Star Wars Explained everywhere, yeah? Yep. Whoa. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, coming easy. up in just a couple minutes, we've got Brandon, the hitman, Hannah, Alex. Thank you so much. Thanks, Good Alex. You yeah, thanks, guys. You very soon. See you, my friend. Um, so coming up in a couple minutes here, we've got Brandon, the hitman, Hannah, John, I'm going to actually have to jump out of the show for a few minutes and, and wait, what with, with you can leave me with and, Hannah and, and, and <laughs> at least bring back. Goddard in here. Yeah, uh, I got it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, obviously, you know, Hannah showed something against Saul this week, um, which I, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm not going to get to talk about it for, for too much, but hopefully I'm back in just a couple minutes and guys, while we have Brandon, be sure to get all of your super chats and Streamlabs in. We'll have him for about 20. And then we have scrimshot coming on at two o'clock. So it's still a great second half of the show. Be sure yeah. to hit that subscribe button. Go to patreon.com slash the schmodown. If you want early access to all of the matches, I believe uh, Alex Damon against Jen Kemp is actually up now. Is that it right? Is. It is. Cool. Yeah. So you yeah. guys can go watch it, that. Yesterday was 10 and today is five. I believe $5 patrons get that match today. Right on. Yeah. Do we have any streamlabs? Like button. Yeah, make sure oh, you sorry, guys sorry. hit the like button as well. And then I got two Streamlabs right here. Uh, Rhett's and Ben, King. do you need to jump off or can you answer these? I do, yeah. I'm going to jump okay. off. Right. I'll, see okay. I'll come back and see you guys in a few minutes. Right. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I've never been a Star Wars guy, neither the movie or Schmodown matches, but I must say that this tournament has even excited a Star Wars cynic like me. I mm. so love the Schmodown and everyone in it. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like you can't not watch these and not be excited for the, for the league. Just like yeah. the level of competition, regardless of, you know, whatever movie you do or do not like you, you got to love it. And then if you want to be a part of this thing, this is the level one, like I was saying here earlier. And the thing is uh, what's interesting too, is that you're seeing um, people watch these star Wars matches who maybe in the past had kind of, you know, gone back to watch them, but they're watching them live. They want to yeah. be part of the conversation with other fans uh, who are talking about the results of these matches. They want to experience it themselves and share in the fandom. You know, it's like it's almost like Christian has been saying. It feels like a sporting event to watch these Star Wars matches. You've got to watch it, and you can put the 24-hour window all you want, but you do it at your own peril because people want to talk about these matches. That scrimshaw Dimelante match, I, that's as close to a sports match as I've ever seen in the Schmodown, and I all I wanted to do was talk about, a, talk to, talk about it with a bunch of people, and that's what Christian wants, that sports feeling. You know, and that's and that exactly like the Dimolanta scrimshaw match. When you see these guys just going punch for punch yeah. for 45 minutes for three rounds, yeah. like I would have loved like to see just who edged him out in the speed round. If the betting right, round would have right. made a difference or something like that. But it was so great. Yeah. Uh, and then Keith Kildeff. Hi, all great show thus far. Uh, I asked the rundown boys this before. But if Alex defends the belt more times than the Patriots, does he then rightly take place on Rushmore? And if not, what does he need to do to get on it? Well, the Patriots are only on the tag team Rushmore. They're not on the main Rushmore. No, yeah. but but um, I don't know. It's a good question. I see. I think you have to. It's like Ali, right? Muhammad Ali was undefeated for those you remember, or maybe in Tyson. It wasn't until. It isn't until you somebody knocks you down or fights you tooth and nail all the way to the end. And people 
universally believe they've watched one of the most amazing matches ever that I think you get vaulted into that legendary status. Yes, he is a legend in the Schmodown. And I'm sorry, in the Star Wars division, but to be a legend in the Schmodown, I think Alex has to be challenged. And we haven't really seen, and yes, Laura Kelly pushed him, Scrimshaw pushed him, but Alex has such an ease to it. You want to see Alex somehow get shaken, somehow get nervous, somehow uh, this other side of Alex comes out and you see him fight tooth and nail for that victory and you feel it in your bones uh, organically as a fan, I think that's what's going to vault Alex uh, into legend status, full-on legend I think, status. I think seeing this turn, because like Star Wars has always been the most niche division. Like, you know, yeah. we've had bigs like, you know, Ken and Sam Witwer oh, sure. and now Alex being, you know, a champion for almost two years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think after everyone, like almost 2,000 people per match, watching these people just go boom boom like knocking these out of the park seeing alex go up against this person now this will be his challenge now everyone knows how hungry laura kelly andrew demolanta molly and then we got ken and ace this wednesday yeah uh once we get these final four whoever alex faces out of these four he will have solidified himself yep like yep and I think that what he's got to do, he's got to at least go to a number one contender or a belt, um, a belt match in inner geekdom. Right. If he does yeah. either of those, he's on, he's on uh, Rushmore or at least in top five for yeah. me, for sure. Yeah. And we've got to see all these. Uh, we see all these incredible Star Wars players coming in now. Now, if he goes through these players and retains that belt. Now, this is uh, next level status and, and all of yeah. us are excited about it. Especially like going through a tournament because, you know, Andrew DeMolanto was 0-1 and Laura Kelly, I, I can't yeah. remember if it was her first match or not. And that was for a title shot. And then right. now, like they're going through a tournament, like they have this road. But uh, but we got him waiting in the wings. Okay. Uh, the man with the giant flamethrower over social media <laughs> this last week. Uh, he tried to redeem himself by doing a charity stream and he raised, you know, four grand. It was a great thing. But we all know he's truly the biggest heel of all time. Uh, and that's Brandon, the hitman, Hannah, coming off his <laughs> big victory over, uh, unfortunately, my teammate, Saul. You know, you hate to see it. But, uh, yeah. Brandon, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, I mean, I didn't wow. hate to see it. I loved seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I sure hope so. Yeah, you won. Uh, and so, and look, dude, let's, let's, let's break it down here. You really put your, uh, for lack of a better term, you put your uh, private parts on the line here with this uh, uh, this promo you launched, uh, and of course was the talk of the schmodown. And you know, and I, I I took it down a little bit, but like people loved it. People were uh, now wanting to see what you could do in your match, and that's what you do when you've lost a couple of really hard losses or taken a couple of hard losses. You kind of have to reinvent yourself, and it seems like from the promo and from the cool, calm, and collected way you played in this match. You've kind of reinvented yourself. Characters aside, it seems like you've you've reinvented yourself as a player. Maybe these losses uh, have turned you around in your approach to the game. Yeah, losing, of course, is never fun, especially when you lose to somebody like Chandru Dandapani. It stings a little bit. And so, yeah, I did have to kind of reinvent myself and find a, how do I get back to to winning again? And it's not it's not about putting on a show. It's not about being a character. It's about just coming in here and finally getting it done. And that is exactly what I did against Saul. Now, yeah, Brandon, uh, for lack like the Rundown Boys talked about it a little bit, your career was kind of on the line for this match. Like you would have lost three in a row, 
yeah. to a rookie in IG, you know, after the, the promo you put out, like you torched the entire league, you burned every bridge. Did that put more pressure on yourself? Like you saw the reaction online. You saw you and Saul were going back and forth online about it. You literally just went after every single person you could. If you saw him, you went, you made a promo about him. Yeah. So did that put more pressure on you with this match that literally if you lose first round to an IG rookie that's never played, never appeared, like no one's ever seen Saul, well, let alone even, like. And even add to that, Ben, a person you were traded for to create space for that yep. person to compete. There Absolutely. was even more pressure on here. Yeah, I, I didn't allow myself to to feel that pressure. I just I used it as motivation obviously what happened between me kate and the den was very unfortunate i showed how upset i was by that and betrayed that i felt and i i used that as a motivating factor i never allowed myself to to feel the pressure i decided i'm gonna do this thing i'm gonna jump in both feet at a time and i'm not gonna look back what surprised you about playing Saul, man like he played a, a lot of people are talking about Saul after this match and the way he hung in there with you all the way to the end uh, for his first match. Uh, so did you were you surprised that you didn't put him away earlier or did you expect a tough match and got one? I wasn't surprised, you know, as, as much as I my goal was to go in there and make a fool out of Saul. I, I, I knew not to underestimate him. I've, I've spoken to him in the past when we were faction mates. I knew that he knew his stuff hmm. and I wasn't going to take that lightly at all. Um, so yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll be back and I'll, and I'll be ready for him when he comes yeah. back for sure. But he actually, and I'll, I'll give him credit as much as I don't want to give anybody credit for anything. I'll give him credit that he performed better in his loss than a lot of people have performed in wins in the first yeah. round of this tournament. Sure. Sure. So yeah, because if he nails this, if he nails his five pointer, it's 26, 24 at that point. And what you've got to nail your five pointer to win this thing, right? Or your three pointer. What did yeah. you have left? I would have right? had to hit my five pointer and a yeah. win. And that could have put the pressure on you hard. Yeah. It, it could have been, but once again, I see that as an opportunity because if I hit that five pointer and win, mm -hmm. that's twenty nine mm -hmm. points. That breaks Kevin Smith's intergeekdom three round point record. Great which is something that I would have loved to do, uh, given my recent history with Kevin Smets, but I would have seen it as an opportunity, but I didn't have to get that far, and I was happy to take the win. So, Brandon, next up, uh, you're playing the winner of Jen Kemp and Alex Damon. Uh, everyone knows Alex. We just talked to him. You've seen him in the Lord of the Rings exhibition. His Star Wars matches speak for himself. We don't know much about Jen. We, I, I don't know much about her. I don't know if she is in the, uh, a fan league player uh, coming up. Yeah, I know Sam uh, picked her up for this tournament. Are you, like... Are you studying extra Lord of the Rings or Star Wars just in case? Are you trying to find some game tape on Jen? Because, I mean, the game tape for Alex is there. He might know, you know, does he know Star Trek? Does he know, you know, uh, DC movies, MCU? He might have some sneaky stuff. We've seen his strengths showcased in the best way possible. Are you nervous about this next one? Now, like, you know, you've, you've, you've taken the monkey off your back with Saul. You proved to Kate that maybe you should have been in the, like playing for the den in this tournament. And me and Kate have had those discussions as well. Um, but you, you did what you needed to do. You got this win. You got this win. So now you're, you're, you're doing what you need to do. You're looking for the next competitor. What are you thinking coming up uh, with Alex or Jen? 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not too concerned regarding Alex or Jen. There is there is a little bit of game tape on Jen if you count the fan leagues as game game tape, but uh yeah, I'm not I'm not too concerned until until she could really come in here and prove herself. Obviously, Alex is a Star Wars champion, but that's all he really is a Star Wars champion. Yeah, he's proven that he he knows certainly more than you at uh Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth. Wow. Um which wow. again, wow, maybe not the highest bar. But so what? Maybe he has. Sorry, two, Brandon. We we both struggle with two, five point answers. It's okay. He has he has two. I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. I was talking. Um, he has two, <laughs> maybe three strong categories out of the ma eight main categories in inner geekdom. So, I mean, I'm not really worried. It's gonna take a perfect storm for that idiot to beat me. So. Wow, wow, that's a, that's a strong statement. I, I, you know, I wouldn't call a champion of another division an idiot. That seems I like mean, you're, that seems what? like you're uh, poking the bear uh, a little bit too. Because uh, if you think he's not studying all those multiple categories, it Lord knows he's been tweeting about it. That uh, kind of shows a little bit of ill preparation on your part if you're not taking him seriously. Well, I'm not not taking him seriously. I I, obviously, I, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't underestimate any opponent. But at the okay. same time, you got to look at the game tape, like you said. You got to look at what's been given to me. And mm -hmm. if he doesn't spin Star Wars or Middle Earth, this match is going to be over real fast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Guarantee mm -hmm. it. Okay. You think he only has to spin two categories, and if he doesn't, he's dead. Fascinating. Yeah. And don't and why why are you crapping on the fan leagues? I mean, Robert Parker came out of the fan leagues, and he's pretty much a heralded heralded rookie. Smets, and you, didn't you Smets come out of the fan leagues, and yeah, Chance yeah. And, Paul? And, and a lot of people say you've beaten a bunch of nobodies and a rookie. So, like, you're not that far above the fan leagues. How can you look so uh, look so down on the fan leagues? Well, I wouldn't say Smets came from the fan leagues. He cut his teeth. He got his reps in in the fan leagues after he hilariously failed his audition to be in the showdown the first time around wow, wow so it's like i mean it's in the name it's the fan leagues they don't know what they're doing they like to pretend that they they're serious and they're independent and they're all wow. on their own and they're so good but i mean come on they're just ripping us off and we let them it's like who's us who's us kid slow down with the us stuff you win a title then you can say us don't be saying us just yet anyway let's get ready to talk about on podcast donated said brandon great job with that win over saul uh so they're giving you some love there the let's get ready podcast do you care if podcasts like what you've done yeah weren't you in the fan leagues were you in the fan leagues hannah i did exactly what smets did uh, minus the failing the audition thing. so you were in the fan leagues and now you're crapping on them yeah instead of auditioning oh, yeah. he just carried ben bateman's briefcase around for a month whoa, and whoa, whoa. All I, I remember the intern ben claims that was only for one day uh i don't know what the truth is on that are you okay with Ben not claiming that you were part of his uh, initial team? I don't care what Ben claims or doesn't claim. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm above Bateman. I mean, why he's not even here to defend himself? What's he doing? Come on. Okay. You want to talk, Ben? I'm right here. You invite me onto your wow. show and then you leave? Wow, Come on. Yeah, okay. All right. Fair, fair. Thanks for the um, invite, I guess. And no, to your, to your point, uh, yeah. John, I, I, I don't care what these fan podcasts have to say. Love what I'm doing. Hate what I'm doing. The let's get ready to talk schmodown guys. Justin Hamilton. I'm still never coming on your podcast because I just don't care. I have better things to do. Yeah, you should come on the Ultimate Schmodown Show. That's a new show that just started. Fantastic new podcast. You should come on that show. You get <laughs> better. You, take a shot. <laughs> you get better interviews and better questions. Yeah, I'm just producing. I'm not on. I'm just saying it's good stuff. Um, okay, Ben, you got a question for? Him? Uh, so Brandon, so are you doing anything different to study for this tournament? Because, you know, intergeekdom matches, you know, when we're filming happen once a week, uh, you know, you get a little bit more notice and you never know who you're going to play. 
Um, you, you've gone against Chandru, uh, before this, you went against Chandru the last two matches and now he's got a, a, a title shot. So you went against a really good player, but now you're going against like the best of the best. Like everyone's in one room outside of Chandru and Smets who are, you know, got to play their title match. And then we're playing the winner of that. Hmm. Are you doing anything different to study or are you just grinding out the same routine over and over? Like, what are you doing different for the tournament? If anything? Well, obviously, I don't want to give away exactly what I'm doing. I'm not one of those competitors that likes to parade around what they're studying, how they're studying. I like to play pretty close to the chest, but mm-hmm. I'd like to say I'm I'm going about studying the same way I've always gone. Um, but this time around, maybe I'm focusing those same tools, those that same mindset, but in other areas where I feel like maybe I need to improve upon. Mm-hmm. Got it. Oh, got so, it. So you're saying there are areas where you're not as strong as you think you should be. There are weaknesses in your game is what you're admitting right now. I mean, there's weaknesses in everyone's game, John. You should know that as much as anybody. Well, I can't see over <laughs> my four titles, kids. Someday you'll get there, but keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's, that's basically just what I'm doing. I'm just trying to, to focus on areas where I can improve because let's be honest, I'm not I'm this big, arrogant guy that you all think I am. I know that I have areas to improve upon. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an imperfect human, just like all of you. But I know... So- is there we'll ask the that's what i'm doing for before i boot you out of here um <laughs> we should bring molly's comment in i think we no. should bring molly's comment in yeah uh, that was nice to know me and alex didn't have to audition and do fan leaks to play they just know we're that good Woo! wow i mean Shot. no there's no lie there but nice. brandon uh getting back um oh darn molly's amazing comment derailed my train of thought oh <laughs> uh we asked alex the same question um is there anybody you are just chomping at the bit to get at whether you know it's if is it is it robert parker is it you know barbarian is it kalinowski you know you already you got you started out with the match you needed to win the guy that replaced you you got him out of the way so that's got to feel good but is there anybody like an established i mean granted robert's only had one match but you you don't give much credit to the fan leagues it seems like everybody else is hyping him up um do you want you just desperately want to play anybody in this tournament outside of obviously Smets and your revenge against Chandru? I mean, as always, I'll play anyone they put in front of me. I'm not going to run away from a fight. Uh, no matter what rumors spread on this show or any other show might lead you to believe, but I'm ready to play Mike Kalinowski on this side of the tournament, on the side of the bracket for sure. I think that would be a lot of fun. I actually do have. A little bit of respect for Mike Kalinowski as a player. I think he's he's a former champion. You know, he's yeah. a decent guy. I, I think yeah, that'd be a, a lot of fun. What rumors but, are you are you speaking about? Do you want to address oh, them oh, now the, and kind of shoot this them is down? backstage? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, we'll, take uh, a drink. <laughs> the story that maybe uh, you were pushing uh, John Roca a little bit about how I was afraid to play Robert Parker. Um, oh yeah, complete, sure. That's what no, Kate said. That Kate said that you were afraid well, to play Robert Parker. Uh, and I take your manager's at a word. She's a very honest person. Uh, and you sensed it was unfair to play Robert Parker this early in the tournament. And so, you know, Kate saw that you were a little bit hesitant and moved you out of her faction into another faction. And so, I mean, that's Whoa. that's what and she's walked it back a little bit. But the bones of that story seem to be very true. I mean, that's Are you not, saying that didn't happen. That didn't happen at okay. all. At all. So you were ne- you're saying officially you were never offered Robert Parker. Someone's to hack your phone or your emails. They would say they, they could find that you were never offered Robert Parker and you never walked away from it. Is that what you're I'll claiming? tell you right now? I actually I was offered Robert Parker and I did not walk away from it. You we so you a, wanted to do it. Yeah, I wanted to do it and okay. I was ready to do it. And you could ask 
anyone behind the scenes other than i guess kate mulligan who like i take your word for it i take your word for it if you say, say it's true whatever if someone wants to find evidence on a tweet or whatever uh, i respect that but for now i take your word for it all right so there, all right. there was there was a match on the books obviously with everything happening with covid yeah it didn't happen but there was certainly no conversation between me and kate about playing robert parker in the first round and she just didn't put me in the tournament period okay. all right. zero respect for me at okay. all Right. And then I demanded a trade because I had to get the hell out of there and go somewhere where I was respected. Wait, you demanded the trade? Is that, I demanded is that, the trade. Ben, is that true? Ben Goddard, have you heard that? Is that the truth? I have no inside information about this. Okay. Uh, you, were there, the uh, you were there on SCN when I learned <laughs> I was in the Inner Geekdom tournament. So there, uh, I was just as surprised as everyone because right. I, I right. know, despite what Brandon, who he is as a person, um, I, I know how good of a competitor he is. And I was looking forward to seeing Brandon be on my team. I was excited when I got drafted to the Den and I knew we had like, granted, Sean played a hell of a game, but he lost to Laura. But I, I knew I know he's going to come back and be a great Star Wars competitor. And I knew Brandon's a good inner geekdom competitor. Uh, and he proved it. He yeah. literally proved it in the only way he could. Like right. if he had played, if even if he had played Kalinowski or Parker or Barbarian first round, people would still be saying, well, you, you don't need, and if Saul won, be like, well, they both got to win. Brandon did exactly what he needed to do. And I will give him that credit that he beat the guy. It's like Tom, it's, you know, it's like Drew Bledsoe beating Tom Brady. Like, you know, you, you beat your replacement and he did it. And that's, and for now, like I, I'm, I'm wondering how Brandon's going to do against Jen or Alex Damon. Uh, I don't think he's underestimating them, but I think he's he's putting too much into just Alex being good at only two categories. And I yeah. think a lot of us are. I think a lot of us have seen like Alex resume on Star Wars speaks for itself. And then you see in the in the Lord of the Rings game as well. But I think we're all underestimating like how deep this guy's knowledge can be if if two categories are that good, he's got more more room in his brain for for Star Trek or MCU or something like that. Well, I also yeah, but, think yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Brandon. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, as good as Alex is at those two categories, I'm that good at five, six, seven categories out of the eight. And yeah, like I said, I do have a little bit of work. I do have a little bit of work to go, and I'm gonna get there. But yeah. I mean, I'm twice. I have twice the knowledge, if not three times the knowledge of this guy. Yeah. It's going to take a perfect storm for him to beat me. And I see nothing but blue skies. Wow. All right. Yeah. Because because uh, uh, what you said here, uh, I want to address this before we leave with Brandon. Uh, ben, what you said is an interesting point. Brandon did take care of us against Saul. Yep. But for that seven-minute promo to really carry weight and change the point of view that people have about Brandon and Hannah, you got to run the tournament. you got to run the gauntlet here. you got to go all the way to the final and even play well in the final. You might not have to win but you have to at least play well in the final. Do you think you're equipped to do that? And if not, are you going to be able to handle people saying he choked again, people, he couldn't get it done again. Are you going to be able to handle that? And will we see another version of Brandon Anna again, trying to get people to believe in him again? I mean, I think you can expect to see me in the tournament finals a hundred percent. And if right. for whatever reason you don't, <laughs> I am not going anywhere. You're not going to see a new version of me this is okay this is the version this is me this is who you're gonna see from now on and i'm not going anywhere i'm just gonna keep coming back and coming back okay and go away all right all right uh drunk 3po maybe after alex beats hannah he can go back to the fan leagues they have some great rookies he can continue to <laughs> to beat so he can build a schmodown career Ooh. man he's just already putting alex in the next round i don't 
I haven't watched that match yet, so I don't know if Alex or beats yeah. Jen. So, you know, I just got to handle his business in the first round. Yeah. Um, so Brandon, we'll get you out of here with this. Uh, the French taunter, uh, glad to see Hannah has a shirt on. Thanks for taking three points from the den and helping to extend the exchanges lead. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. Cause, lie. uh, in the end, that's all you really did because we know the droogs, uh, aren't going to do anything in this league and, uh, you guys stay in the bottom, bottom half of the teams. Wow. Wow. Strong shots. Well, we'll uh, see about that. I mean, yeah. it's all right that I have more points than your entire team combined, but no big deal. <laughs> all right. All right. Brandon, do you have a promo lined up for this match coming up that you've already been thinking about germinating in your mind? That I've been germinating in my mind. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, oh, where's Kevin Smith? Get out of <laughs> <laughs> Hannah would get blown out of the fan leagues. Back to bar trivia for you, bub. Wow. Strong statement from the Smets from the champion. You think that you think the champion would have a little more class, but I guess well. not. Uh, but I think the champion, the fact that he's even commenting, says that he must see something in your victory against Saul, wouldn't you, Brandon? I mean, I would be a little afraid of me if I were him, too. And he should be lucky that Chandru won that last match. He should feel very lucky that it wasn't me wow. because I would be taking that belt clean off his shoulder. That's one last thing. Do you think Chandru wins this thing or do you think Smets is when when we finally get to see this match? Do you got Chandru or do you got Smets in this one? Oh, I've got Smets. Come on. Oh, okay. All right. I'd like <laughs> Smets and I. We have our differences right now, but you want to talk about someone I have zero respect for at yeah. all. Yeah. It's Chandru Dandapani. Even after he handed you your butt twice, you still don't have respect for him. Wow. No. Okay. All right. So I, I, we keep saying the last thing, but how I just, <laughs> I just got to ask Brandon, like um, I have my disagreements with Chandru um, and how he handled himself after your second match. And, you know, you were on my team at the time and I, I took that very personally, but how do you not give at least competitive respect for someone that TK owed you twice? Like what, what is it that you just can't find anything in Chandru's game to respect him for? I mean, Chandru's good. Don't get me wrong. I, I do think that we are on a very similar level. And if things have gone a little differently in those last two matches, it could have very easily gone the other way where I would have been two and zero, and he would have been zero and two, but it went in his favor and it did. But I mean, it's Kevin Smets. The guy doesn't miss. Hmm. You okay. just said he, he missed in his first audition, so he has missed before. <laughs> <laughs> just something to think about. All right. All right. Thank you well, so much uh, for being here, Brandon. <laughs> thank uh, you, Brandon. And, th and thank you for keeping the promos under seven minutes and staying off script. <laughs> we really appreciate it, bud. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, no, good luck in your next match. In. Almost yeah. brought it in. But, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate good it. Good seeing you, man. Have a good, good day, Good seeing buddy. you again. Take care. So... We had Brandon on just now and, you know, Ben's still yeah. uh, on his business call. And, okay. you know, I, I like I like that slow drawl that Brandon's got. I got yeah. I like like the thoughtfulness yeah. behind all of his words. Like yeah. he's taking his he, he, I don't want to give him Hannibal Lecter quite yet, but oh. he no, like he's not that calculating. He's not that good yet. But if he gets yeah. that belt with this same attitude. Um, but you know what? We got a little palate cleanser waiting in the wings. A guy that just yeah. exudes positive energy class key, class just just amazing things yes lucas it is time to tune back in we appreciate you coming back <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but this is a guy that just spews star wars knowledge all while drinking a beer or sipping on some whiskey yeah. he just had a perfect game and was one word away from at least continuing if not winning in overtime and that is mr joseph luke in the last jedi scrimshaw <laughs> 
Hello, hello. My beer and I say hello. Oh, perfect. <laughs> On brand, and we love to see it. So, Joseph, you just seeing in your exit interview uh, after that match, like, I don't even have to ask how you're feeling about it, but how was the match for you? Like, were you just getting more excited? You know, like, perfect round, perfect round. Andrew gets all 10. Like, after Andrew got all 10 without going multiple choice once, were you nervous at all? Or were you just like, hell yes, let's go. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I was definitely very, very excited uh, to keep going. Cause I really wanted, you know, there's always the competition with the other player, but there's always the just competition with yourself. Um, and in the other games I've played, I have made errors that aren't so much about knowledge, but are errors about the gameplay of Schmodown. Yeah. Uh, my very first game. And then my championship against Alex, if I had asked for a multiple choice, I would have tied or won. So I was really going into the second round, just not wanting to make any gameplay errors. So I was really proud of myself for that. When you, when you, uh, when Alex and you, like you get to that third round and those are some, uh, you know, incredibly difficult questions and you both nail them and you walk into this uh, final uh, sudden death situation, both uh, ben and I were pontificating earlier or speculating <laughs> earlier what happened here in this uh, answer of yours. Did you think that because in other matches you had answered uh, in the spirit of the answer correctly, you were given those points that you had the right answer here with Luke? Or do you legitimately thought you were answering the right answer for this question? I thought I had the best answer that I was going to pull in that moment. I did oh. not have a uh, any thought that I was going to slide by on a lack of specificity. You know, okay. I had watched, uh, you know, I, d I did hear you guys uh, pontificating earlier. And, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I played the games where it was a little loosey-goosey here and there. And it was a little bit like, you know, even sometimes we're like, it was a quote question. Somebody got everything but one word. And I know those days are gone. <laughs> yeah, super, <laughs> super, super gone. Um, so uh, I, there wasn't any thought of like, oh, I can, uh, I can slide by. And I'd watched Andrew's games and knew that, mm -hmm. um, that he was a challenger <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, is he's a good opponent. And uh, he would, he would absolutely challenge if I had a lack of specificity. So it was yeah. not about uh, trying to slide by. Okay. Is, is this game like, it, was it still fun for you, Joseph? Was it still like, you know, cause the game has changed to a more competitive, like we're, we're going to more sports. Cause you know, before the showdown I was like, Hey, let's play some movie trivia and we'll see who's good at like, you know, I was watching Roka, your, your three-way match with you, Riley and Dan, yeah. you guys all missed a question. You're all like, ah, oh, you know, that's how the game goes. Those were and the now, days. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the thing. Now Roka would be throwing chairs and saying, shut yeah. the F up everybody. That's true. That's true. Uh, so, to be fair. like, are you still have like, are you going to come back, Joseph? Or are we going to see you back uh, when we have another Star Wars tournament or another Star Wars match? Is there going to be, you know, uh, just because like, you're one of the veterans in this league, like you and Ken have like been day one Star Wars competitors. Yeah. Are we going to see you back? Oh, yeah, I'd love to come back. It's always fun for me. I really the vast majority of the studying and the knowledge I either just have or enjoy getting more knowledge uh some of it gets a little tedious uh when you get into you know the number of different things in star wars that are <laughs> reactor something or thermal something gets yes. a little tedious of like or power something or coupling something like i don't give it all right i'll i'll remember it for the trivia uh yeah it's always fun it, the main thing for me is i say it as a joke in some of the promos but i seriously mean it where else is somebody going to ask me even 
to name five Jedi who are standing around in one <laughs> particular on. scene, yeah. much uh, less give a damn and like <laughs> applaud, you know? Like, I'm like a little kid. Your bank teller, uh, is this a uh, checking or savings? Well, if you know, there's five Jedi in the throne room. When... <laughs> right, you know, it's totally like a little kid. Like, you know, when a little kid is, you just, you just like, he just like walks up to you or a little girl and they just want to tell you their five favorite sandwiches, you know? Yeah. It's like, no. That's the way I feel about Star Wars. I just like, can I list Jedi? Great. Like out, outside of the Shmodan, you feel like the kid from Jerry Maguire. The human brain weighs six pounds. Like, <laughs> That's yeah. good, Joseph. That's good. Yeah. yeah but no, I, I thought I thought that question, when that question was asked, um, I could tell in your eyes there was almost a certain kind of joy in that question even coming up in the Shmodan. Uh, and then you methodically going through them, and you didn't even have to take the extra 20 seconds. Like, you took about five, uh, embraced the joy of that question, and then named, and named them all. And it was incredible to watch, to be honest with you. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know how anyone can walk away from this match and not have even more respect for you as a competitor in the Star Wars division, because, like, any any little thing was going to end up turning the match one way or another, and you could have won this thing absolutely on the next question or the third question. It was all there to be had, and I think people see you and the relaxed approach and the uh, the bourbon and they don't understand how competitive you actually are for all the <laughs> chill stuff joseph i know outside of the showdown as well in life you are driven to achieve a lot of things man and so seeing that bleed into the star wars i always kind of smile or smirk at people who think you're not as dialed in as other people yeah yeah and i mean uh, the the philosophy of star wars is that the dark side is always there the mm. greatest jedi is pulled to the darkness it is an everyday battle to choose the light and that's one of the reasons that i choose to approach something that's a competition like the mm. schmodown with like let's embrace the light it's about me it's not about crushing anybody else uh right. because i got the dark side <laughs> 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 and if I let it in with years of combi experience, I would become a monster a-hole. <laughs> that's not that's not who I want to I be. I was gonna say when when Christian announced your record and you only have one win, I couldn't believe that because you've been there so many times. Like I I realized and you know literally like and that what john was saying like seeing like your your wry smile when you got that five pointer and then just seeing you andrew go back and forth and then your exit interview was great but is there a little frustration that you were one one steal like i remember alex got the how does bb8 recognize ray or finn whatever that question was that was the difference in the game for the for the belt for the live event and literally loop a one word hatred was your one word away from continuing this match is there a little frustration that you're like i'm this good i'm this close i'm coming back absolutely absolutely like total honesty like i re- the next tournament i would love to <laughs> i saw other people joking about it hey give me some rookies to just smash that would be great fun. <laughs> yeah. i would love to do that I, almost every game i've ever played Somebody at the table has been a huge, huge heavy hitter. I've gone straight yeah. to a championship. No. And I like saying I like saying Star Wars stuff. And, you know, honestly, like everybody's competing is really good. But some of the matches that have already come, uh, come and gone, I knew every answer. You know, the, yeah. the match right, right after me, I literally knew every answer. Yeah. Uh, so definitely there is that frustration of like, man, I really love to, to continue. And I would have loved to win. I'm really, really uh, happy for Andrew because I know it means a ton to him. And I know it would have been harder for him having three losses. So, like, the fact that I'm happy for Andrew softens it. But, of course, I would have liked to win. And, and so, you know, a team signs me and I want to do my best for them. So, right. definitely frustrating. Got, got the super chat from Rasta King. There's a much more pleasant place than the not man. 
That, that's a low bar, Raskin King, but you're very true. But yeah. I, I see this in the chat as well okay. real quick, John, right here. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> no there's, way. There's, there's no, no way. intro match. You want to get in the no Star Wars way. League. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I am I am a rookie. You can absolutely destroy and carve up in the Star Wars League. Yes. I would love to, to play. <laughs> Make it happen. It's on the give books, me, people. Give me three months. Give me three months. All right. All <laughs> right. It's going to take some time. You know, Joseph and I have known each other for a number of years. You know, I remember the fresh face kid I met years ago. Look at this beard. Like, what is the what is the motivation? Because all of a sudden, you seem like an elder statesman uh, as a writer and host and comedian. And now, of course, Star Wars Smodown competitor. Like, what was the motivation behind the beard? Was it the COVID situation or just, you yeah. know, you liked it? Okay. Yeah, it was just, it was quick, just the lockdown, here's, man. Here's the no. best comment of the day. Here's the best comment. You got to get scrimshots <laughs> asking for you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Real quick for, for context, Joseph. Uh, Roca has this amazing like soundbite because he was, he's been talking about coming in the Star Wars League for so long. <laughs> he was like, I want Damon's ass so bad. And then he follows it with so bad. And so <laughs> we've used that for <laughs> so many things. But go that's ahead. Joe. I just that's I true. had to pull that up because that's the best comment I've that's seen fair. all day, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Joseph, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The the beard was just a a way to externalize the lockdown. Like I felt, mm -hmm. you know, I feel uh sort of lucky being a a, a human who can grow facial hair. <laughs> like <laughs> I can externalize the trauma, and not everyone can. So I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. What's it been like for you with this uh, with the COVID situation, man? Are you working consistently still? Are you working on you know? Are you writing? Are you doing all this because the stuff you do outside of the Shmodan as well that you know like uh, gets uh, blessed with your talent? What else are you on right now? Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Do the podcast. I have the Obsessed podcast, and of course, uh, Four Center with Ken Napsack and Jennifer yeah. Landa. And yeah, I'm busy writing away. I'm a writer for a, a show on Adult Swim called Tig Tone. It's a great fantasy comedy show. Yes. And then I got a bunch of different scripts at different levels of pitching or shopping or currently writing. So mm. between the podcast and the writing, like I had to make a real choice to go. Ooh, the schmodown is really, really intense, especially for Star Wars. So if I'm going to do this, I'm going to set aside some time and really dedicate some some time. Yeah, and we've seen other people. Hey, Ben, what's up, man? We've seen other people uh, have their significant others help them in their study. I know Sarah, your wife, is a is a big fan of yours. Uh, was she helping you like the Damons were? Were you uh, being helped by Sarah in this study situation? Or she's yeah. like, Star Wars, you can take that and go someplace else. What would she like? <laughs> no, she's such a sweetheart about it. You know, we wa we rewatched a bunch of the movies together in our normal like viewing time of, hey, hey we sit down for dinner, we watch something that was uh, like all Star Wars movies. And, you know, <laughs> I was actually telling her like man everybody else like i'm not complaining sarah you're like the greatest guys <laughs> ever but everybody else they're they're in the world this is what they do and like you <laughs> go out and make money and you're a dancer and like you, i can't complain but like so then she was like i'm gonna help so she's it's really helpful she's been trying to come up with uh, like random questions and just surprise me at random times which is really wow. great uh and as we were watching the movies she would write down uh, she got in the in the groove and she would write down great questions, especially oh. some of the ones that suck, like the numbers, right? Of right, how right. many oh, the, the character has and yeah, how many yeah. security guards are standing where. So, so she did a great job helping me helping me prepare for this well, one. I'd like a Scrimshaws versus Damon's exhibition match down the road. I'm going to put that in there. Go ahead. Sorry, Ben. I'm curious to know, Joseph, with the Star Wars League obviously being the league that you've really shown in, uh, you know, and you, there's so much expectation that leads to one of these matches, but there aren't that many matches mm -hmm. when you go in and you play as well as you did. Um, is that like just the emotional balloon is so popped at the end of that? I mean, I would think that win or lose the emotional balloon is sort of popped because there's so few matches, but especially after that 
kind of a loss, that devastating of a loss. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, the, the loss was a bummer, but I felt it, it was uh, cushioned by the fact that I did well, and, and I was uh, proud of that, and I was happy for Andrew. Uh, the, the balloon always pops because I enjoy really, really uh, getting all the knowledge back in my head, and I enjoy just getting trained up for trivia, just having nothing to do with Star Wars, just that recall ability that you don't need in day-to-day -day life. And every time I've trained up, I'm always like, come on, I'm trained up. I want to keep doing it. So I want to keep doing it. I would love yeah, yeah. to do some version of just uh, some version of a tournament where you're going to play a little longer. There's some version of a tournament where maybe even it's, you know, best three out of five where you can play a few more games. I would love to stay in the groove. Would so, you ever do what Damon is doing and, and take a shot at IG? I mean, and forgive me if, if you guys asked any of this stuff. No, while we I was no, 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 you're good. No, uh, no, I, I just I've watched some of the inner geekdoms. And usually when I just play a, along, I can do about 70 percent just off of being a fan and i know that's not enough and i just know i don't i don't have the time to become the the expert i need to be back in the day like if <laughs> if uh if they wanted to have like i don't know this is it sounds weirdly insulting but a kitty league that was like a you've agreed you've signed a paper you're not studying this is back to just like people who happen to watch movies and kind of like them Wow. If there was ever like a that that kind of display for inner geekdom, it'd be great fun. But I can't compete. I don't have the time to compete so, at the level people are competing at. So Scrimshaw wants to in there like wants to walk in there like Anakin and kill all the younglings. That's what he wants. Exactly. To do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what his manager yeah. is saying too. Let him destroy an array of power. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love to know what you guys think about this because because this is something that I've been thinking about. I know we were talking about it a minute ago with Alex Damon, but. The idea of what it, how much time it takes league to league to take somebody from a very, very entry level position to actually competitive. And I'm not saying take somebody from like entry level to being the champion, but being able to compete and win one or two matches in a tournament. And I think league to league, like I agree with you, John, I, I watched the Star Wars tournament this year and I thought to myself, I think with 60 days, I could win this title. Like wow. that's, that's what I, that's what I, right on. that was what I thought. Hi. <laughs> Like you were, no, did you go? Did you go smoke something in, in this business meeting well, you had just now? Ben? Let's, let's make it clear: sixty days. If you're like, you know, you're quarantined, you don't yeah. have to work from home. Right, right, right. Uh, you know that kind this of time came to be quarantined. Obviously, right, this right. Came to me yeah. in, in, in living in this corner of my apartment for the last, yeah. you know, three yeah. months. But, but, but I, I'm not saying that to throw down the gauntlet because I'm not going to do it. I don't think that's the thing I'm going to do. And I've already pretty much backed away from the idea of ever doing inner geeking because I think I would lose every important relationship in my life. I think it would <laughs> literally ruin my life. Um, but but okay. So I think I think I believe a really talented player, somebody with a good mind for it could do star wars in two months if they really like really did it now it? with ig i used to think something similar i don't anymore what's yeah. your guys opinion if you wanted to take somebody who's a let's say a very good singles or teams player and make them championship level in ig how much time do you think you need who are you asking joseph all of us mm. I'd just love to know what you guys think, just based on observing I, it. I, mean, I already said it. I, I already said it's a year. To me, it's a, at least a yeah. year. Then, then you oh, you can seeing, be ready. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I've you know, really studying for inner geekdom has made me have a new appreciation for it. Like mm. you know, I've played on the sidelines. You know, even last summer, you know, while I was working, you know, at the studio and stuff like that, and you know, I was like, oh, I think I could hang. And then just seeing, like, you're watching this movie. And you're like, oh, uh, Iron Man, okay, dry, uh, credits open, directed, scored, all that stuff, 2008, okay, okay, um, he's driving an Audi. Um, yeah, there's right. four other people in uh, the Humvee. Oh, what's the name of that, the first soldier that dies in the in the prelude yeah, scene? Yeah. Damn it, okay, so uh, what kind of phone does he have? 
And that's literally the first 30 seconds of the film. Yeah, I can't yeah, even yeah. imagine what Joseph does. I was going to ask that. It's like, <laughs> how do you even like start to study for star Wars? Because like book. I said to, yeah, like I said to, <laughs> to Molly and Alex is like, you can watch the inner geekdom movies. You have to watch them a lot to know them, but you can watch them to learn them. You like, exactly. Like, <laughs> it, like everyone's holding up books. And that's the difference. I don't think y'all are saying two months, three months, like at least six for Star Wars. At yeah. least six. And I think with Star Wars, you know, you, you, you are all are much better experts on the rest of the showdown. But for me, the Star Wars questions, the way they get asked, um, the way they can be uh, phrased, it, it helps to just be immersed and have it be a mm. part of your life. Because, you know, the names and the numbers you can study. But then when you actually play the game, it's not names and numbers that come up uh, as yeah. often. It's things like like the logic of a scene or being able to really truly hear the question correctly uh, that trip you up or replay the movie in your mind. And, and even some of them with Star Wars, a lot of it is you can watch the movies and because of the nature of Star Wars, I know this has been discussed with things like, you know, Ewoks aren't named in the film. Tatooine isn't named in A New Hope. Yeah. There's a ton of stuff that comes up that is that has never been in a movie. Never Chancellor Valorum's first name is not in a movie. Stuff, <laughs> there's a there's a ton of stuff in the actual movies that has never been asked about. <laughs> but stuff let's, that's let's, just let's, general Star Wars knowledge gets asked all the time. Well, I think that's the I, I that's think, the key, and that's I think that's why Ben Ben and I find our calling in the singles and the teams division because we feel an organic connection to these movies. And I think with Star Wars and Inner Geekdom, you have to have this kind of organic love for it, right? To be able it to helps. survive. And uh, yeah, and I think what uh, what Joseph says is absolutely correct. You can study all the names and numbers and the dates and all that stuff that you want, all the numbers of the droids, all that stuff. But there's going to be a question or a couple of questions in a critical moment that will have uh, that will require you to understand the movie, understand what's being presented. And that organic love of it will stick with you because you remember a certain scene or a moment or an exchange or whatever, because you love it so much that comes into play. It could be the difference between you winning and losing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought one thing I felt a lot about John, you know, mentioned mm. this is so. So you were you were in season one and season two of the Schmodown when it was a little bit less defined. It was back yeah. in the AfterBuzz days, and and it was not the same game. But even so, you were still competing in those early days, which means yes, from the time you started to the time you won a title, a singles title, yeah, the title took you three and a half years. Took me about two and a half, almost three years in the league to mm. get there. Right. So you start, you enter, you have this organic connection to movies, which is where yeah. you came from. Same with me. Yeah. Right. But I think about training somebody who's not at that level. Somebody maybe maybe you take somebody who does have a good base like you had or like I had and you mm -hmm. say, I'm going to train you up to be competitive. So, Joseph, if you were going to take somebody who's seen every Star Wars movie, they've seen all the movies. They like them. They can talk to you about who, you know, Bosk is. They they, they recognized IG-88 in The Mandalorian because maybe they had the toy. They're at it's that level. Where they, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay, wow. Sure, sure. See you yeah. in three but, months, Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my point being, if you were going to take a player who like liked Star Wars and you said, how much time do I need to train this person to win? How much time do you think you would need? I'm just curious to know. Yeah. I mean, if, if they're starting from a strong base, I think a couple months. Yeah. Be, because it, I, I think the time thing is you, at this point, you really have to watch the movies because the, the questions that trip people up are uh, are not things that you can study unless you're right. literally studying unless your studying is literally writing down every line of the film just as quick as going on with a couple you know like yeah. I, I showed you my yoda book it's very cute <laughs> Look at it. 
and and sometimes that's I think that's the stuff that is is both a gift and a curse to know the films really really well. Um, yeah. Because sometimes you just need to be able to replay a scene, and you need to also uh, be able to recognize what is the you know you have to watch them so differently, and you have to yeah. spend so much time watching them to pause and write down questions. Then you have to watch them for just like major plot beats uh and and that kind of thing it, it involves watching them so so much yeah did you uh did you guys already ask a little bit about the the final question is that something you talked about when i yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and okay. he's you know and, jo and uh, joseph answered it you know for him it was uh he, he thought he'd gotten the question right he thought he'd said the right thing uh, well yeah, well, I, now, I, I will. He, I will, he yeah. said he wasn't sure of the answer. That was his best. That like, was his attempt best attempt. At it. At it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I'll, was, tell, I'll, I'll tell you what happened because I know there's some curiosity. And, and yeah. it was not, uh, I had been watching earlier, uh, Ben, and, and I think uh, tired is a great guess, but uh, <laughs> it, it was not about being tired. In fact, I would love to do an iron person match because once I'm in the zone, I like staying in the zone. I would love yeah. to do that. For me, it is how my brain is wired. My brain is wired much more on narrative and themes. And as soon as I heard, what does Vader, I can't remember if the question was believe or say, can defeat him. Yeah. My brain already has to twist itself around. If it was, here's a quote, you know, what did Vader say Luke should use uh, to destroy him? Gotcha. I would get hatred in a second. But my mind starts spinning in. Well, Vader didn't, this is literally what went through my mind. Vader didn't believe anything could destroy him. The Emperor tells him that Luke could destroy them. And to me, that line is totally about a manipulation that Vader is doing to Luke. And that is a the way my brain processes it is a weakness in the trivia contest for ah, me. I yeah. can memorize names and numbers. But if in 15 seconds, my mind wastes the first five seconds by thinking through something narratively. <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble. And that's yeah. what happened with that is I, I knew Luke was the spirit of the answer, but I just didn't even recognize it as a quote. I think that's what happens to so many players yeah. when they answer it, right? Ben, you know, and all of us have competed now. I'm sure, Ben, Goddard, you're realizing that too. Sometimes yeah. you can overthink a question and you can be like, well, what, what are they looking for here? And, you know, with a one point, there's no multiple choice. So you kind of have to take your chance with whatever you ultimately land on in your mind as you think to be the answer that they're looking for based on how the question is phrased. So that's always another part of this that a lot of people don't factor into when they're watching yeah. from the sidelines. Yeah. I mean, I, I always brought up because uh, we were talking about it on my stream, like other people's and stuff like that. It's the same thing that happened in my first teams match where it was mm. like uh, Dante asked Randall what his favorite Star Wars movie is. Yes. What is Randall's response? Right, right. And Rachel says Empire. And people are like, oh, well, that's not the full title of the movie. Right, right. But his response in the movie is Empire. So what's the exactly. correct Empire. answer? Like, are they both correct? Is right. only one or the full title correct? And so I get exactly what Joseph is talking about. It's like, what's the spirit of the question? And then right. what are they asking? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the big thing going forward. And that was what I was kind of uh, talking about at the, in my exit interview there. Exit interview. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, there was a moment where I thought of challenging Andrew early on, not because he was wrong, but because what level of pedantic challenge is the way to win this game mm. in the first round is a super easy question of who does uh, Vader tell Jared Gerard is uh, less forgiving, you know, that not as forgiving as he is. And I answered the emperor just in case that's a character who has a lot of different names and titles. I yes. answered the emperor just in case because even though it wasn't presented as a quote question, 
that's the that's quote. What it said. The emperor is not as forgiving as I am. And and Andrew answered Palpatine. And there, I had a brief second of, should I challenge it? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be that guy. But <laughs> you could mean Ray now. Nowadays, I, you could mean Ray. You could You're mean Ray. Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. And then later, Andrew that's answered true. the question about about who does Luke call for first uh, in Cloud City Weathervane, and Andrew answered it, Ben Kenobi. And he doesn't call for Ben Kenobi. And I assume because uh, Andrew is so sharp, so smart, he was trying to be the most precise. So nobody accused him of saying Luke is calling for Ben Quadraneros. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just an example of two, two, two moments where uh, Andrew, obviously incredibly sharp. Neither of those answers were wrong. But right. if the game becomes about being pedantic, how much are we going to challenge variations of correct answers? I think that's yeah, a great and, and point. Yeah, and, and I'm not I, saying that for my challenge. Andrew's correct yeah. it for my for my right. question. With, right. And then Ryan Kramer asked correct. in the chat about you know the the shield generator question. Mm. Uh, did you watch the second match, Joseph? I did, and I and did. Know how that. was your feeling on that one? Because that one was like seemed to be uh, splitting hairs. That was pushing the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was one of those. Are you? And this is a question of how the questions are constructed. Do we want to start being sure to there say we're right asking there. for the you. correct question? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I did. I just did happen to know that one that it was the line was literally energy shield. But that's right. a perfect example of like, well, the question was phrased, I believe, uh, as, you know, where do they redirect power? Well, you would direct it to a shield generator <laughs> is where the power would literally go. So yeah. if you're not asking for a quote, uh, I can see an argument that just saying the shield generator is correct. Right. So, and this is this is the this is the uh, pact we've walked into as competitors here because all love to the writers uh, in the Shmoda. Oh, yeah. The questions, oh, yeah. Come, yeah, the of questions course, of they've written for, for this tournament yeah. alone have been insanely uh, good. They're phenomenal. So like but it, but because the level of competition has increased so much, we're going to see these little moments of nitpicking a word or nitpicking a spirit of a question or nitpicking the spe technical specificity, as Joseph just said, to a generator versus what they were actually looking for. This is These are the things that are going to come up more often than not. Uh, and uh, it does not mean that you're denigrating the question, the question writers. It means you're saying there is some room here to wiggle, some wiggle and we're going to have to rely on judges to make the right decisions or the correct calls in those moments and be willing to take the hits for making those calls. That's the uh, always the exchange with uh, asking for the level of play to increase. The level of dedication from the players will increase. Therefore, the level of specificity will increase and therefore the level of Anger could increase or frustration could increase when a certain question is asked and it's an, and it's and an answer is accepted that they don't think is 100% specifically correct. So, well, let me ask you, Joseph, because I know we've just got you here for another minute before we wrap the show today. Mm. You mentioned that you love the trivia recall aspect, and obviously, you played a perfect game. You lost by having a slightly less correct answer, which is <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, never seen that before. Um, is this something, and I don't think we would see another Star Wars opportunity to have matches row in a row until probably season eight, but I could be wrong about that. It could be towards the end of the season. Um, is this something that you want to get back into? You still want to win that title? Is this still something you're oh, in? Oh, yeah. It? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I still, 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 I still love in. doing the Star love Wars. To, yeah. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. Yeah. Um, and I guess my last question to you is after facing Demolanta, and I don't know, I don't know if that's the player that you thought was showing up or if you, if you got the player you expected, um, where's your money? Where's your money for who comes out of this thing? Ooh, that's difficult. I, I really believe in in Molly. Um, I really uh, think that it is clear that Laura and Andrew, I think, have taken that studying to a really another level with the amount of time they're spending 
watching and rewatching the movies, which I think is really the key. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, one of those three. Uh, no, no disrespect to my beloved friend, Ken Napsok. He might pull it out. <laughs> he might pull it out. But he and I have the same strengths and weaknesses. We remember the things that we love. We've got all the names and all the numbers memorized. But sometimes quotes in narrative logic will, will trip us both up. So if anybody perceives uh, that as an insult to Ken, it is an, also an insult that I'm giving to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, uh, talk about Force Center, man. Where can people where can people find your show? Yeah, you can uh, find us at Force Center Pod on Twitter. Our main uh, Twitter or main podcast location is Anchor, but it's on all the places that you can find uh, podcasts. And then personally, you can find me Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw. So do you have uh, Ken winning tomorrow against Ace, uh, Joseph? Because uh, he's going up against his, uh, his former Padawan from Force yeah. Center. I do. I, I, I love Ace. I think Ace is strong. I think Ken has an edge because it's this game, as you all know, is not just about knowledge. It is about the experience of playing the game. And yeah. I do think that there are moments where just being able to interpret a question or just having been in the hot seat uh, enough times so you get that flash of, Oops, I don't know that answer and not give it into fear, but just calmly thinking through what the answer is. Ken has so much more experience being in the hot seat. I think he has an, a little bit of an edge on Ace. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Love it. Respect. Uh, oh, you know, we have we have one here from uh, Drunk C3PO, a super chat. Scrimshaw, did you know the correct answer to the shield yeah, question? Yeah, I, I brought it up. Him? Yeah, we were talking oh, about that, uh, the, the yeah. shield generator answer. Yeah. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I missed that. Yeah, gotcha. All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much for coming by, Joseph. We really appreciate you hanging out on the thank show. Thank you so today. much, Joseph. And, Thanks, uh, Joseph. That was an incredible match. Help, thank you, both. Eyes, sir. Um, wow. Well, packed show guy. today. I'm glad I was able to get back in here. Yeah, I know. So so entertaining. So entertaining. Right, what a what a great way to end the show. Like, right? Can, I think Joseph just seems to be on every week and just like the last ten to fifteen minutes and just like <laughs> yeah. give us like this positive energy and drink beer with us because that was that was right. so refreshing. Right, because he's right. you know because he's not busy. He totally he totally has time to show. Yeah, up he totally has time. Like, you know, he's, take he's, 10, 15 you know, minutes out of the day just to around. make up feel better. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, so, uh, but Hannah, Hannah's mad at you, Ben. Hannah's mad that you were not here. Asked, he goes, he invites me on his show. He doesn't have the guts to show up and confront me. So I, maybe he's something you got to figure out. We called out in his video because I was definitely mentioned in that video. So you were all right, all right. Just yeah, want to make sure. And Hannah can, you know, he can sit and spin, my friend. Wow. Um, yeah, I had a, I had an important meeting I had to get to. I know. You Look did. at this. Um, no cussing. No yeah. cussing, everybody. So I, I think again, I put it on Joseph. Joseph's our good luck charm. Like, well, no Kaiser, no cussing. Yeah, no coincidence, cu coincidence. No Kaiser. Yeah, that that helps a lot too. Uh, all, right. all right. So I guess I guess my last question for you guys before we get out of here yeah. uh, is this, uh, John. What's the reality of you ever taking an actual crack at Star Wars? I uh, just it's now we talked about it a lot today. Yeah. We talked about it a lot today. I want I want to get the real answer from you. When I, when and if. Now, I am a very organic person, so um, I legitimately want to take my crack at Star Wars. I've already started watching the original trilogy on Disney Plus while I'm at the house and have already started like kind of slowly opening the door to it. But to be honest with you, the singles belt is still my obsession with uh, I've got this Ethan match coming up. And if I am lucky enough to take care of business and the game play, you know, the game goes in my favor, then I will have a titanic task in taking on my tag team partner uh, for the title. And I'm telling you something right now, winning a winning the singles title for the third time uh, would mean so much to my legacy. And at that point, whatever happens after that, 
then I can, and then of course the tag team belt against corruption is going to be hell of a thing. So to me, that's my obsession right now, playing my way through both of those uh, situations. And then after that, I think I take a, a moment and see where I'm at. And if, uh, you know, if unfortunately I lose both, which I hope I don't, then at that point, my schedule opens up a little bit. And then I start to see, well, where I can, where I can get into Star Wars, but it wouldn't be till next year, obviously. Uh, but that I, I definitely have an interest and a desire just because so many people don't believe I can't do it. And nothing, nothing motivates me more than people believing I can't do something. I love it, especially if it's from the same people who tell other people not to doubt them, but they have no problem doubting you. So I, I, I love to prove a lot of people wrong who doubt me. It's something I live for. So, yes, I, I, it's a very real possibility. That's the answer to your question. Season A. Goddard, uh, two questions for you. A, any Streamlabs? B, are you ever going to take a crack at Star Wars as somebody who's been doing the IG thing? We... Uh, we're good on, on Streamlabs. Uh, thank you guys for all the questions today. We got a lot of super chats today, so that was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think, you know, Inner Geekdom doing, uh, you know, we call it three divisions because it is, you know, teams and singles, but the, yeah. the singles and teams are this, is the same thing. It's the same knowledge. You're just playing with someone else and like, okay, mm. uh, you know, Ben, you're good at, you know, movie release dates and, you know, action movies and a lot of other things, obviously. So maybe I don't have to study those if you're on my team. But uh, I, you know, we were talking about what it's going to take for Alex to get on, um, on Rushmore. I think if Alex even sniffs a belt and inner geekdom, he's on Rushmore because the, the level of deep dive studying you have to do for those two divisions, granted it's a smaller, but it like, especially for star Wars, like, cause star Wars, you're going, you're going a hundred levels deep compared to inner geekdom where you're probably going 50 to 75 maybe. Yeah. And so I, I would, I would really, I, I'm never gonna do Star Wars. I'll, I'll try my best in Inuitum. <laughs> no, yeah, Star Wars not for me. I, I, I love to watch it, but I don't have like Joseph okay. and Ken and Alex and all these guys have just like years of Star Wars obsession and love that sure. they've applied to movie trivia. I think it's hard. Like I like Star Wars quite a bit, and I can hang in round one, but that doesn't mean like I'm gonna go back and revisit. Okay, Phantom Menace. What kind of ship do Obi Wan and Obi Wan can uh, Obi Wan and uh, Qui Gon Jinn arrive on? W- what's the name of the droid that greets them? What's the name of the two uh, Nemoidians that are on the ship? Like that's literally just like the first scene of the movie, and those are probably <laughs> maybe three point answers. Like that, they're not yeah. even five pointers. <laughs> Yeah. You're already making me regret my my statements about sixty days. I, I, started, <laughs> yeah. I, I started getting sick you, to my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I just started getting sick to my stomach. Uh, <laughs> so okay, excellent, excellent. Well, I, I I am I am sticking to it though. I'm I'm gonna win that Star Wars belt before I'm done in the Schmodown. I believe wow. I can do it, and right. uh, it's okay. you know I don't know if it'll be this season. I maybe I'll have to wait till season eight because uh, just like you, John, mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm two wins away from each, in each of those divisions from retaining the belt. So. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I have the same drive, that same fire, my friend, and you and I are in that unique position of being, you know, you are the team's champion right now. Yeah. You're two yeah. wins away from that singles belt, the same as me. So I know mm-hmm. we want it. I know we both want it. Um, it's true. Maybe we face each other in the Star Wars division. Wouldn't that be funny to take our yeah, rivalry even fun? there? <laughs> <laughs> easy, Ben. Easy, says Alex. Look, I, I, I said it about Inner Geekdom when I, when I was newer in the league and I didn't understand what I was saying. I fully understand what I'm saying. I don't think it's an easy thing. I'm not just some guy walking off the street. That's right. the thing. When I heard right. Scrimshaw saying, if you've got a good base, I want a freaking title. I, I'm, I'm allowed to say that in two months, if I wanted to study for a division, I believe I could win. Doesn't mean I'm going to. I just right. believe it. Okay. So, you know, I think I've, I think I've earned the right. Um, but uh, John, where are the books? Smets, Roka, triple header. Boom. Make it happen. Yeah. 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 
John, talk, talk to me about Outlaw Nation. You've got a show tonight. Yeah, Spence don't want no smoke. Speaking of Spence, he's my guest tonight on Outlaw Woo! Nation. 6 p.m. PT. Me, me, and, uh, me and the Smetzer, me and the Smasher, or the Smusher, I'd like to affectionately call him. He is coming on the show with me. We're going to have a lot of fun. Two hours, maybe two and a half hours, just talking about his career in the Schmodown, his life, how he, how it's changed uh, of being a being an IG champion and you know dedication and all of the ups and downs, everything like that. We're also going to talk about his life as a child actor, what were some of the crazy stories from that time in his life, you know? And also, we're going to jump into... His love of Star Wars, because that's something we've been doing, as I said, uh, texting back and forth, competing against each other through every one of these matches as we watch live on Twitch. So we're just going to get into all that, have a lot of fun. You know, it's been a tough uh, last couple of weeks for a lot of us emotionally and in our world and our in our country. And, you know, I felt like this week, let's have someone on to have some fun with and relax and just be playful. And uh, uh, Kevin is uh, one of the guys that I've really come to enjoy and love as a friend. So please come and enjoy us tonight, 6 p.m. to about 8, 8.30 p.m. PT on the Outlaw Nation channel, which is youtube.com slash John Roca says. You know where to follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And come follow me on Twitch, the Outlaw Nation, all one word, lowercase. Come follow me there as well. Excellent. Uh, and guys, you can go check out Action Industries. We're doing incredible stuff every week there. We got the Inglorious One, Sam Levine, coming this Sunday night, as well as my new thing I'm doing, youtube.com slash nerds in suits. Uh, the main show is a one on one interview show. Got some good guests coming on there. And then I have the show called Song from the Scene, where I'm talking about the greatest songs. The, the, in, in movie scenes than actually playing those songs. So this week I'm doing Tiny Dancer from Almost Famous, which oh. uh, I'll be honest, nice. it, took weeks. it took me two weeks of working on that song before I could actually comfortably record it because the first attempts were were awful. Oh, um, and uh, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's the best. I mean, it's, I think it's the single most iconic pop song in a movie that I can actually think of at this point. I feel like at that scene... It, that scene it made that song one of the most famous mm. Elton John songs ever. So anyway, Absolutely. go check that out. It, uh, it premieres tomorrow at uh, 12 noon and tonight for patrons. So thanks everybody for all the support on Nerds and Suits and for the announcement of my original album, which was last weekend. And uh, otherwise, thank you all for tuning into the show. This was a great one. I apologize for missing a few minutes in the middle there, but uh, we'll be back same time, same place next week for another episode of Schmodown Backstage. We'll talk a little bit more about that Barbarian win. We'll talk yeah. about some of these upcoming matches. I'm excited to talk a little bit more about the Star Wars matches tomorrow. Um, Goddard, thanks as always for yeah, thank you, being ben. here, my Good friend. Here. And uh, I will see you guys soon. Take Later. care, y'all. Bye, guys. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL, Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nyx.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.